you an omelet on account of I figure you might not like because they're fresh straight out of my body and onto your plate. I'm dressing your head. I'm cutting your head. Just a bad man, son. And there's Hitler. <laughs> your pet dog. Can I get your beer? Would you like to drink out of the toilet? Beer. Okay. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, what are we fighting about tonight? Well, tonight's topic is the best of the kids in the hall. So, who's joining us tonight? Well, this evening, we've got Josh Van Volkenberg. Hello. Jason Thompson. Oh, hello. And the lovely Christy Woke. Hello. Uh, So, how do the fights work, Mike? Well, each of our panelists chooses six of their favorite Kids in the Hall things. They can be sketches, performers, ideas, whatever. Uh, we throw in two more chosen by Geek Fight staff to bring it up to 32. We randomly match them up and drop them into tournament-style brackets, which you can download from our website at geekfights.net. We each cast our vote and give our reasons. The winner of each fight moves on to the next round. This continues until something is crowned the best of the kids in the hall. Uh, there are no wrong answers on Geek Fights, only wrong people. You can use any rationale you want. It can be clever and well thought out or crazy and personal and anything in between. That's what we call geek logic, and good geek logic has been known to sway votes, so choose your argument wisely. And I will say this right off the bat, we are wrong, because there is so much good Kids in the Hall stuff. There is so much good Kids in the Hall stuff, it's nearly impossible to do this. There is so much. Well, we're doing stuff. it. We're doing it, but there's so much stuff that got left off the list, and we know we got it got left off the list. We only real we realized it when we started watching some of this stuff on YouTube, which 99% of this stuff is available on YouTube, so you can actually look it up. I'm pretty sure we have the actual title. I tried. I some tried of, to get the some of them title. might be a little off. I actually I, I watched even, all what? but one of the sketches uh, before we recorded this. Okay. Well, we're recording it now, so uh, of course it was before we recorded this and not after. I mean immediately before, like in oh, 90 uh, minutes. Oh, okay, like 90 minutes ago. All right, well, let's get to the first fight. Mr. Ortiz, you've started. Well, you haven't started a geek fight in forever, and you don't know the unknown, so it works out. Uh, it is the theme song versus the pear dream. Uh, this one is pretty easy for me. I am going to vote for the theme song. Uh, not just the theme song, but all the music. The music played in the interstitials, uh, just throughout the show. It actually has some of the best uh, music, I think, uh, of of any uh, sketch comedy show, um, and it's very recognizable. Uh, it's very iconic, and uh, and I think it represents the show very well. Uh, the Pear Dream that, that actually wasn't one of my favorite sketches. That sometimes when it got a little bit more just into the weird and the absurd, which a lot of the stuff does. But uh, that one actually was was pushing it even farther. Uh, Not one of my favorite bits, but the theme song is awesome. Uh, Vote for the theme song. I, too, will be voting for the theme song. And I like the Pear Dream. The Pear Dream again, honey? Yeah. It's so weird. But 
when I hear the theme song, just like in the last episode, I get a little warm, fuzzy in my belly because I, I, I know I remember a time of watching Kids in the Hall when I was young. So uh, I'm going to go with theme song, Josh. I put the Pear Dream on the list because that is one of my favorite sketches. Um, just because it is like so bizarre and and so out there compared to a lot of the other stuff they do, it's just it's like the pinnacle of the weirdness that they do. But I mean, when you look at all of the music as a whole and not just the theme song, I think it's all stuff that really sticks with you and is almost timeless. Um, you know, in terms of it, you get like those jingles in your head and things like that. So um, I guess I'd have to go with the theme song as well. Another vote for the theme song, uh, Jason. Uh, yeah, I do. I do like the pear dream. It's fantastically weird, uh, and, and that's what I like about it. Uh, it it goes just it, it. Sometimes it almost feels like it's not even trying for humor. It's just trying to be weird, and that I I, I appreciate that. But I, I you can't uh, discount how great their music was and how appropriate it was. Considering I think it's just like some. B-side instrumental off a uh, mid-70s album, I think. That's the way I understood it, but uh, the, the theme song. Another vote for the theme song. Christy, is it a clean sweep? <clears throat> um, possibly. Um, the theme song is definitely a part of my childhood as well. I grew up watching Kids in the Hall, and today it's still one of my favorite theme songs. It's so representative of the 90s, and it's still good. Um, and it always brings a smile to my face, but the very beginning of the pear dream when it's all fuzzy and there's someone cutting up a a pear, like really roughly, like almost sexually violently, and then mm, putting it in his mouth. Oh, my God, Scott Thompson erotically devouring a juicy slice of pear. Um, That's the best part of the skit, and... I don't even need the rest of the pear dream part. I'm, I'm going to vote for the pear dream. Uh, vote for the pear dream. But the theme song is moving on. We are on to our next fight. It is 30 Helens versus Death Comes to Town. Um, That's me. Death Comes to Town was okay. Uh, they, they tried to recapture the magic of Kids in the Hall, and I... I I don't think they did. I mean, it, it was okay. It was it was good. I liked it, but it was it wasn't exactly what I wanted from them. But uh, Thirty Helens agree that Damon is awesome, so I'm going to vote for the Thirty Helens. Uh, Josh, um, I don't know. Like, I like the that that uh, Thirty Helens, um, you know, bit. But Death Comes to Town for me was just I, I that was like one of my favorite things that they've done just because it, it they they basically they took time out time away from what they were doing came back and I thought they were just as great as they ever were with that you know it was a much different setup it wasn't necessarily uh did you die Josh or did I die oh no oh you died okay good wait a minute was was I muted the entire time no, you, you, it was just uh, about halfway through you muted. The flipping cat just pounced my microphone. Um, Badass. Death Comes to Town is my vote. All right. A vote for Death Comes to Town. Uh, Jason. Uh, 
I'm going to go with the 30 Helens. I, I love those sketches. Uh, it's another one of those where they were starting to trend towards weird, and that's what I appreciated about it. <clears throat> uh, vote for 30 Helens. Christy. I think the Helens are funny, but I don't really feel like it represents kids in the hall to the core for me. Um, it's their kind of humor, that absurd both get a bunch of old ladies in the middle of a giant field in the middle of nowhere. But um, Jeff comes to town, um, done many, many years after this television show, had a completely different format, but every moment feels like kids in the hall for me. And one of my favorite lines in it is, <laughs> is um, it's a lovely day for eating pizzas. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you should watch it, and that will be one of your favorite ones, too. Uh, vote for Death Comes to Town. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, the shark, Mr. Ortiz. Where's your vote going? Well, um, one, Mike agrees. 30 Helens is moving on. And 30 Helens are moving on. Sorry, Death Comes to Town. This is, is going to be all hard. Uh, we're on to our next fight. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, Josh, this one is yours. It is the line, I'm crushing your head. Crush, crush, crush. Versus semen in soup. Um, you know, I really, really think the crushing your head thing is very funny, and I, I say it and everything like that. But but um, I definitely like the, the semen in the soup bit more just because the first time I watched that, I was like, you can't, you can't do that on TV. That's like, it was just... Just the way it was delivered and everything like that was just so serious and and um, almost almost heartfelt in how it was delivered and and it was just one of those things that as like a, a little kid watching that like I knew what semen was and I was like no that's not you can't do that and I was just so flabbergasted by it that um, I think it'll stick with me and I'd really like to like to see it. Uh, you know, see it move on because, you know, who doesn't like, you know, a nice bowl of soup made with uh, semen? Man chowda. <laughs> <laughs> a vote for semen and soup. Uh, Jason? Oh, man, this is this is a rough one because this is uh, one of the ones I would consider a favorite to be representative of Kids in the Hall, which is uh, the I'm Crushing Your Head skits. Because I, it was this long running. I think it ran through all five seasons, but they, uh, they had to have been at least ten of them. And then you've got a very funny skit, it, which I also consider very representative. Because some of my favorite stuff was just Kevin and Dave uh, working together. And if this is this is the one from the final episode, right? Their so-called censored skits. That's the only one I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, would, yeah, yeah. yeah it's for, I'm not even sure he actually says semen. No, he doesn't say it. it. Yeah, but uh, that's always. I, I'm sure they've said, yeah, that's what we meant to say. But you know, I I love that skit. Crap. I'm gonna go ahead and vote for uh, semen and soup, but it's a very weak vote, and I think I can be swayed. A uh, vote for semen and soup. Christy. I'm not going to lie. When I was a child, I probably drove my parents crazy 
doing, I'm crushing your head, I'm crushing your head. But as an adult, I really don't like skits. I think they're really annoying, and I feel guilty about it because I really like Mark. Um, but the semen and soup sketch, mmm, this soup is delicious. What's it made of? Oh, have another bite. Mmm, it's just so tasty. What's in it? Oh, and you really want to know? Yeah. Well, have another, have another bite, and I'll tell you. Mmm, mmm, so good. I mean, they never say what it is, but you know what it is. It's <laughs> David smiling. But uh, I'm going to vote for semen and soup also. Uh, vote for semen and soup. Mike. You know, um, it, it's funny because he, he doesn't say semen and soup, and I'm not convinced that that's what it is. I like it better if if it's anything you want it to be. I mean, it, it's more open. It's It goes to static because you know it's bad. What I mean, what could be worse than semen? Um so, but maybe it is. Maybe I made it with my own shit. I think that would be worse. Uh, that's the beauty of the sketch. And, and actually, that sketch is part of that, the larger censored sketches, which has Hitler blanks a donkey, which should have been on this list because it's, it's just as funny. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's funny when I saw, when I first saw the semen and soup was on here up against some question in your head, I was like, oh, it's going to get slaughtered. Um, but I watched it anyway, and actually, it really is. It really is very funny. Um, I'm still going to vote for I'm Crushing Your Head. Uh, I'm not going to break out the, the bell for the I word because I already did that. But, uh, it, it, I mean, there's a reason why they brought it back so much. Uh, and, you know, as an adult, like I, I, I did that when I was an adult because I saw it when I was an adult, and I still do it now. And when the guy was pinching, uh, was it pinching your face? And he, I'm pinching your and he face. I'm pinching him and pushes him back out and you know, basically defeats him in this, this sort of grand, you know, psycho gladiator combat. I mean, that was, that was a great moment. I mean, all of those sketches taken together were just a lot of fun. The guys who climb up the ladder and poke their heads through just to get their head crushed. Uh, just, just great stuff. A great recurring character. I mean, we talked about, uh, the, uh, death come to town. That, this guy is the kind of guy that would have been a recurring character on, on that show. So for me, it is much more, Definitively kids in the hall. Uh, vote for I'm crushing your head. Uh, I don't want to sway anybody from semen in the soup. Uh, I, I will say that right now. Uh, and I'm crushing your head is supposed to be annoying, and it was always annoying. Don't feel bad about it being annoying, because that, that was the intent of that character. It was never meant to be anything but an annoying guy going, I'm crushing your head. And I'm doing the motion, by the way, while I'm saying that, because you have to. You have to. You you can't not. And, and um, I actually, I am, I'm crushing your head, Jason. I'm crushing your head because you have a head. And now I'm crushing your head, Mike, on Skype because you have heads. Were you guys doing the, the hand motion? Uh, I, lo- I love the crushing your head sketch. I, I love the line, I'm crushing your head. I will, on occasion, do it as an adult now. I wasn't an adult. I was a teenager when I saw it. Uh, but I'm voting for I'm crushing your head. But semen and soup is moving on. <laughs> I just want to keep saying that. And we're on to our next fight. Uh, Jason, this one is yours. It is the fur, uh, French Fur Trappers versus the best-looking man in the world. Okay, first, I love the best-looking man in the world. Uh, just vignette or sketch. I'm not, I wouldn't even call it a sketch. They're basically just showing a guy walking around while Dave sings an old Sinatra song. But one... When you said I was on Best of Kids in the Hall, the very first thing that popped in my head to put on the list was 
the French fur, fur trappers skit because I wa- I will watch that any time of day and I'll still I'll laugh like a madman every time. I love that skit because it's just so absolutely insane and I love that about it. So I'm I've got to vote for the French fur fur trappers even though I can't say uh, it. A vote for the French fur trappers, uh, Christy. Um. About a bing bang boom, I'm gonna vote for the best looking man in the world. Uh, vote for the best looking man in the world, Mike. Um, this is really really tough. Uh, I'm surprised at how tough this was. I'm so glad someone put best looking man in the world on here. It wasn't me. It was on my first draft list, but I took it off because you know a lot of times I'll I I want to put something very personal on, but I was just but I figure. With this many good things to choose from, if I just put something on that I like, it's going to lose in round one, and I'm really going to waste my ability to talk about something at length. So I'm so glad someone put it on here. Um, but French Fur Trappers is like one of those great those great shows. Um, but I, I am still going to vote for Best Looking Man in the World, even though, you know, is is it the best? No, but I think it's a great example of of the, the short, quick, like they're not really sketches, they're just weird little moments, little bits uh, that, that they did on this show. They would just kill a minute here or a couple minutes there, and they did that better than, than any sketch TV show ever, I think. Uh, just so many little, short, brief... I mean, you can watch all these things very quickly. So because I think it's a good example of something that's just sort of weird and not really even a sketch, and, uh, and you know, I kind of wish I was that guy. So uh, I'm going to vote for Best Looking Man in the World. <laughs> A vote for the best-looking man in the world. Um, ah, let him go. Someday he might make vice president. Like that shit is so funny. The guy walking with no, walking away with no leg. Um, I and the fact that I was watching it again and I'm laughing my ass off. And I, I go over to my father. I'm like, hey, hey, check this out. And he starts watching. He's like, yeah, it's kids in the hall sketch. Yeah, it's the fur trappers. That's funny as hell. And it's one of those things where it's like, wait a minute. I didn't even know my father watched Kids in the Hall, and now he's, like, saying, hey, oh, no, that's that one sketch. Yeah, I remember that. And he doesn't remember anything through the drugs, and by drugs, it's just marijuana, and old age, he's lost tons and tons of memories, but he's able to remember the fur trappers, and he still laughed at it. I still laughed at it because it's funny as hell. I'm going French fur trappers. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Joshua. Which one takes the win? Um, I get so awful because everything's so good but um i'm i'm gonna have to go with the french fur trappers no oh i'm so sorry but it's so funny it's so funny it's just it's everything's good but that's just it's it's zany and i don't know i like it and i want to see it move on and there you go (laughs) All right. The French fur trappers are moving on. We are on to our next fight. Christy, this one is yours. It is Girl Drink Drunk versus Cabbage Head. Well, Cabbage Head is an awful, awful man, and I have dated more than one Cabbage Head, so I will not be voting for him. But Girl Drink Drunk is amazing. Um, Dave's character has never had a drink. He doesn't drink. The boss convinces him to have a girly drink. And he becomes so addicted, he becomes an alcoholic overnight, and he always has to go into the supply closet to get his fix, and it's always, like, super high maintenance, like, in a coconut, and with eight 
shaved strawberries with ice and uh, um, something crazy. But um, I, I think I'm going to vote for Girl Drink Drunk. Yeah. Uh, vote for Girl Drink Drunk. Mike. Uh, Damon, you are my favorite Girl Drink Drunk, so I'm voting for Girl Drink Drunk. Um, <laughs> Girl drink drunk is the only reason I can drink alcohol because I don't drink alcohol very often. And when I do, I can taste it. Like most people don't taste it. Most people have acquired the taste for alcohol and coffee and things like that. Those are acquired tastes, which I under, I've always said, if you have to acquire it, why would you want to? They, they, those things are horrible. Um, but when it, when I was like, wait, you can put alcohol in a milkshake. Because that's what he's doing at the uh-huh. end of the fucking video. He's go, he's paying kids money to not to go get booze, but to go to the ice cream man to buy a milkshake so he can pour his rum inside and drink it. And I, I, I love the shit out of that. And and that's how I make drinks now. If I, if I make you a drink, it's going to be a girl drink, and uh, it's going to knock you on your fucking ass. Uh, so I'm voting for girl drink drunk. Josh? Same here. Going for girl drink drunk. It's it's uh, it's it's how I feel, you know, about drinking is is it should be flavorful, and and uh, there you go. Another vote for girl drink drunk. Jason, is it a clean sweep? It is, but I, I just wanted to give honorable mention to the time that they shot Cabbage Head in the head, and out came coleslaw. <laughs> I forgot all about that. That was awesome. Yeah, there's so there's so many sketches on here that that, that aren't on here. Like I'm still mad about. I don't even remember the name of the ep- the, the the sketch. It's where he's sealing up the pits. Seal them up. Oh, I just with husk musk. Husk musk. Husk musk. Oh, <laughs> that is, deserves to be on here, but I forgot all about it. Uh, but we are on to our next fight, Mike. This one is yours. It is my pin versus sausages. I absolutely love uh, my pin, uh, but I'm, I'm voting for sausages, even though I actually don't like it. I don't enjoy it. And I, I don't enjoy it, I think, kind of deliberately, because it's not, it's not really funny. It's not a comedy sketch. It's this weird, short, kind of surrealist thing. You know, it's almost like, is this a parody of a David Lynch movie, or are they just doing something very strange? And and they they did that brilliantly. And I don't think you're supposed to really laugh at it as much as, much as you are supposed to react to it viscerally, and that's exactly the, uh, the effect that it has on me. So even though I enjoy my pen, I laugh at my pen, I laugh at a lot of things on this list, but sausages, it really is the only thing on the list that can provoke this weird sort of uncomfortableness as I'm watching it. And I don't really know why. So uh, I'm going to vote for sausages. A vote for sausages. Uh, sausages, I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm not going to say it's good. It is. Uh, my pin is how I used to be. My pin, my pin, where is my pin? And, and you know, people handing him chewed up pins and pencils and shit <laughs> like that. I totally understand that guy. Like, I'm kind of that guy. I want my pin. Fuck you and your pin. Uh, so I'm going to vote for my pin. Uh, Josh? I got to agree with Mike on this one. Um, you know, it, it's it's another one of those, like, sketches where it's just so out there and, and you're just supposed to, 
um, just see it and feel it and not necessarily be uh, amused by it, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I, I, sausages. Another vote for sausages. Jason. I've got to vote for my pen. I I do love that sketch, and this is you know a little bit more evenly matched. I mean, sausages is way out there, but my pen is pretty far out there too. Like him imagining uh, the guy stabbing that person to death with his pen and just flipping out, and I I love seeing him with the headgear at the end of the sketch, and that's the best payoff for me. So I got to vote for my pen. Uh, vote for my pen. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Christy. Which one takes the win? Easy. It's sausages. Um, I love the long cinematic pieces they do now and again. This one is particularly beautiful and intricate. They like really go out loud on it. It's like a Soviet totalitarian, dirty industrial society. Um, but I, I would think that the thing that most people would take home from it was Scott Thompson sucking on a sausage covered in thick corn syrup. That will forever be burned into my mind. I will never not see that when I close my, close my eyes, ever. And sausages is sausages. moving on. <laughs> we are on to our next fight. It's me, Mario. It is uh, Buddy Cole versus Steel Toe Boots. This is fucking hard, and it shouldn't be. And it wasn't before I watched Steel Toe Boots. Before I watched Steel Toe, I, I didn't. You know, I was like, I don't remember this Steel Toe Boots sketch at all. So I didn't. I was like, okay, whatever, whatever the fuck. Uh, Buddy Cole wins this one hands down because it's a fabulous character, one of my favorites. I've, I've actually seen Scott Thompson do it live in front of me. So yeah. Yeah, Buddy Cole is great, but then I sat down and watched the four, five-minute sketch of Steel Toe Boots, um, and just the end of the sketch, for me, is what seals it. Like, I, halfway through? Nope, because I remember, I, I do not remember the sketch at all. I don't remember it at all. I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, he buys Steel Toe Boots. So, oh, the gag is if you don't have Steel Toe Boots, they don't take you, and they keep dropping a brick on people's feet. Oh, that's hilarious. But the end of the sketch, the payoff, which, which is something kids in the, of the hall do better than almost anybody else, is the fucking payoff for a sketch. At the end of a sketch, because that's the hardest thing to write in sketch comedy, is the ending. They end this one so well that I'm going to have to go with Steel Toe Boots. Notice I didn't say how it ends. I, I, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it and remember it and enjoy it with me. So I'm I'm, I'm vote Steel Toe Boots. Josh? Um, you know, I, I like a lot of what you're saying about the Steel Toe uh, Boots, but um, uh, for for me, um, you know, the, the Buddy Cole is like, that is like the character that I, that I base my my gay character on. Um, you know, if I'm going to do, do anything, it's, it's normally, normally based on that in a way. So, you know, to keep, to keep something like that so close to, so close to my heart, you know, I have to vote for it. So a vote for Buddy Cole, Jason. Oh man. Uh, I do like Scott's when he's doing Buddy Cole holds your attention very well and he tells a story 
in a very interesting fashion, but I don't think Buddy is my favorite of Scott's reoccurring characters. I do think that's uh, Francesca Fiore. I, and uh, I do love the cyclical nature of the steel-toed boot sketch. Uh, but, oh, jeez. It's tough. Because there's so much more Buddy Cole, and it's one great sketch versus a lot of really good to great stuff. Crap. Buddy Cole, I guess. <laughs> a vote for Buddy Cole. Christy. Yeah, this is really hard. Um, when I was trying to come up with my picks for this, Buddy Cole was like the very first thing that jumped in my brain. Um, he feels like a friend um, to me. I grew up with him. But, you know, watching all the skits, there isn't anything particularly funny about them. I just really like Scott Thompson, I think. Um, but Steel Toe Boots is my favorite sketch. It is, hands down, my absolute favorite sketch. If you have not seen it, go see it. It's it's so simple, and the payoff joke is hilarious. I, I don't often say this but I didn't see it coming. I'm, I'm a pretty perceptive, observant person, and I can usually see things coming a mile away, but I didn't see this coming at all. And the end of this skit, how simple it is, is what makes Kids in the Hall so great. Um, I'm voting for steel-toed boots to tie it up. It doesn't tie it up. It doesn't tie it, it, it up. No, it would give steel. It would give steel toe boots the win unless Mike get the shark. Ortiz can sway people if he's even voting that way. Oh, I'm 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 voting for Buddy Cole. Um, the uh, what? the steel toe boots. Uh, honestly, that was one of the sketches I couldn't find, so I didn't actually rewatch it. That um, is why I sent a link. But you know, it I didn't. On YouTube. I didn't rewatch any of the buddy of the Buddy Cole sketches. And I can still remember lots of them. And I, I, I disagree, Christy. I think it, they were very funny. I think watching them now, maybe it, it seems less so because what what was funny about them, uh, you know, they they weren't just straight up jokes, but there were a lot of, of gay jokes in there. Uh, this is something you really did not see on, on a much less gay-friendly television. Uh, you rewatch them now. Yeah, you know, these jokes may seem tired, but they're tired because they really kind of did it before most other people did. This was a really breakthrough character. Um, and it was a very honest character. It was not, uh, it, it was not kind of candy coating it. It was not, uh, it was not a, a character that was, uh, necessarily a, a morally upstanding character, but it was very real and very honest. And, and you can see how much of it came from Scott Thompson's own experience. Um, not necessarily himself, but people that he knew in, in the gay community. Uh, so really being just, just a break, breakthrough type of character, and it is a defining performance. It is Scott Thompson's single best performance, not single, least crest all things, but that is the character that he will go down in history for. That is, that is, we're talking, this is, this is not best kids in the hall sketch, which is a different show. This is best of kids in the hall. This is, this is the big picture stuff, and, and Buddy Cole, that 
it basically, I think, you know, the one rule of thumb I can make is if I don't remember the sketch, if I don't remember it, then for me, it can't really be the best. But I remember Buddy Cole, like Damon said, seeing it live is even better. Uh, he's just an absolutely fantastic character. A vote for Buddy Cole. Mr. Ortiz, you are a millionaire. You shark the shit out of me. You're absolutely right. I, 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 because we have gay characters on TV all day long, we, we forget that there was a time where even pretending to be on gay, gay on TV could get your, you know, get you killed. And, and he did it then. Yeah, can so, I say uh, something? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I was like, you know, 10 when I was watching this. So he was like my first, like I, like I said, he was like a friend to me. He was my first gay friend. I didn't grow up thinking anything of gay. And maybe that's because of Buddy Cole. Yeah, that, that's that's why I changed my vote. Fucking Ortiz. God damn it. But Steel Toe Boots <laughs> is point. the goddamn shit. It uh, and we are, we are at our first unknown fight of the evening. We're going to do something different here. Uh, we're going to stop the episode for us. Not really for you. It'll, it'll actually come back two seconds later. <laughs> like, it won't, it, you won't hear it. But we're actually going to watch both of these sketches, uh, because they're only, it's only five minutes total. Um, it is the bass player, and it wouldn't be fair to the bass player to not watch the bass player right after you watch the doctor. The doctor is Chris Mitchell's pick. All the way across the pond, I sent a, a few videos in the unknown thing. Like, hey, anybody? Anybody? Because I know Karen doesn't really uh, like comedy that much. But uh, Chris had never seen Kids in the Hall, and he he preferred the Doctor over all the sketches I sent. So the Doctor is the unknown sketch, and uh, I will get to votes in a second. <laughs> Josh, you have the first pick, uh, well, first choice. It's the bass player versus the Doctor. Which way are you going? Uh once you said the doctor, I knew exactly which sketch you were talking about, and that is one that I actually forgot to recommend. That is one of my favorites, um, mainly because you know I think everyone kind of wishes they were were that guy, you know, that just had so much charisma that they could get away with whatever they want, including doing uh, doing um, unnecessary surgeries and and uh, basically killing people. Um, through through gross negligence. So I'm going to have to vote for the doctor. A vote for the doctor. Uh, Jason. Uh, I see how it is. Even when it isn't Doctor Who, it, the doctor is still a juggernaut around here. But I love the bass player. Uh, this was this was the second uh, sketch that came to mind. I, I you know, A lot of people, uh, well, they would joke a lot on the show that Kevin was somehow the least talented or the least loved member of the troupe, but I love this sketch and it's all Kevin and it's Kevin mocking those beatnik poets and, and bass players and just basically mocking Bruce all at all in one time. And it's just this fantastic piece. And as much as I love the doctor, which is quite a bit, uh, I still got to vote for the bass player, especially since I put it on the list. The mother, the sister, the father, the priest. Uh, vote for the bass player. Yes, that's it. Uh, uh, another episode where I sing a little bit. Uh, Christy, go ahead. Yeah, I'm definitely voting for the bad doctor. That's it. Uh, vote for the doctor. Now, I didn't get confirmation from Mr. Ortiz that he was there, but Mr. Ortiz. Uh, yeah, it, it's the doctor. I, mean, I like the bass player sketch a lot. 
Um, but it's it's a lot of uh, Kevin. There's a lot of Kevin mugging. It's kind of some some neat ideas. But uh, the the doctor is. I, what I love about that one is the actual writing itself, the actual dialogue. Uh, you know, the 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 words as written are just really clever and uh, a lot of fun. And he's got a refrigerator full of this stuff. Uh, another vote for the doctor. I too will be voting for the doctor. Uh, yeah, it's the goddamn shit. Wait, 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 wait hang on a second. Here, look, I got this. Uh, or you know, uh, you know, uh, I, I, who, uh, how far can you get on charisma and charm? Well, pretty far actually. Uh, that shit is so fucking funny to me. And, and it's uh, my favorite kid. Let's. Uh, I might as well say it. Uh, Foley is my favorite, and uh, he he nails it here. And and in the next sketch that we're going to right now, the doctor is moving on. We're on to our next fight, Jason. This one is yours. It is the what sketch versus I speak no English. Uh, go right ahead, Jason. All right. Well, we talked earlier about all this being on on YouTube, broken down by sketch, and that's the great thing about it. You can watch it because. The what sketch is basically just uh, Scott Thompson's a frustrated uh, husband as the war, everyone keeps trying to uh, everyone keeps interfering with his day and he has one line and he says it ten or fifteen times what and he says it in, uh, you know many he says it situationally and it's, it's absolutely hilarious it's twenty second cold opening to the show originally I, I, I bet and. I spend the next five minutes laughing at this sketch, and I, I've, it's another one I've watched a hundred times, and I do like the speak no English sketch. I, I think it's, you know, I think it's hilarious, and, you know, it's something I think I've said plenty of times in work situations, but I, I just adore the what sketch, as, especially towards the end, like, when he opens the door on the little kid and just says, what? So, What? A vote for the what sketch, Christy? Um, yeah, yeah. Bruce doesn't even talk in that um, sketch. He's the little wife flitting around, dusting the house. But um, he just she's—I don't know. I can still hear his airy, wispy female voice, um, which makes me laugh, even though it's not really part of the sketch. But what? What? is definitely one of my favorite sketches, even though it's, I mean, there's not even anything going on, but that's kind of why I love it. So what the what sketch? A vote for the what sketch, Mr. Ortiz. For me, it's totally, I speak no English. Um, I didn't remember the sketch at all. And then uh, a couple seconds into it, um, I immediately remembered it and, and remembered that uh, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, and, and again, this is one where I think it's it's the actual writing. It's the actual. Uh, I mean, the, the gimmick itself is very funny, but the actual, you know, writing, the actual language used, uh, is is absolutely hilarious, and it really makes it work. Along with Dave Foley's earnestness, and and uh, I have a hard time deciding whether or not it's it's him or Scott Thompson as uh, my favorite kid. But I, I'm probably with you, Damon. He probably is. Uh, is my favorite overall, and, and this is just another great example of why. Uh, vote for I speak no English. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't speak any English. Uh, I learned all of this phonetically. 
I cannot understand you at all. Uh, I love the I Speak No English sketch. It's one of my favorites because I've done it to people. I will do it to people from time to time because it's funny. It's it's just generally funny. I love the shit out of I Speak No English. And I, sir, speak no English. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Josh. Sp- Which one takes the win? I, I speak no English. It's hands really? down. It was hilarious. Now and forever. What? <laughs> I'm joking. I speak no English <laughs> is moving on. The what sketch goes down. Sorry. Uh, we are on to our next fight. Uh, this one is yours, Christy. Maybe an easy one for me, maybe? I don't know. An open letter to the guy who stole Bruce's wheel versus someone's going to get $1,000. Yeah, this is so super easy for me. But I did watch an open letter to the guy who stole Bruce's bike wheel, and I did think it was very funny. He comes out on the stage by himself looking sad, and then the bike comes in with from the top, like on um, a cable, comes in very slowly, and it's missing its wheel. I, I mean, I did I did think it was really funny. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that funny, but uh, someone's going to get $1,000. Someone's going to get $1,000. And it's so absurd that these two dudes in cowboy outfits are giving away a thousand bucks in a bar and these people that are there are like, uh, oh, okay, thanks. Yeah. Hey. And then when he pulls out from his vest, a fist, oh, oh someone is going to get a punch in the head. Um, this is one of my favorite sketches and I'm going to vote for it. Uh, someone's going to get a thousand dollars, Mike, you know, the, the, uh, someone's going to get $1,000. I absolutely love that. And I didn't remember the name. And uh, then I you know, typed it into YouTube. And, and before even playing it, just seeing those guys, I remembered it. And it's fantastic. And after playing it again, that song got stuck in my head to the point where I was singing it about just other things, like someone's going to get a nice piece of paper when I'm picking up a piece of paper. It just You can put anything <laughs> in there where, where that beat works. Um, but an open letter to the guy who stole Bruce's wheel and for me, this has to include an open letter to the people who watch the guy steal his wheel. I think that it's really one sketch. Um, it, that's just fantastic, especially the second part when he just starts with, well, you knew it wasn't his wheel. And uh, those two together are just fantastic, Bruce. Um, you know, I guess maybe I, I, I think I'm tending to uh, like the monologues more than the actual, actual sketches here, which I didn't realize before. But uh, I think it's just absolutely fantastic. So, Bruce. A vote for an open letter to the guy who stole Bruce's wheel. It is very funny, and it, and it, and it's it, it's Bruce's performance that makes it funny. Because anybody, uh, any of the other kids that did it, it's not funny. Uh, part of it is the fact that he's the shortest of the kids. Uh, the other part is the why did you steal my bike wheel? And then he starts to walk off the stage, and then he comes back and he has some more to say. That shit is very 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 funny, but. Someone is going to get $1,000. I don't think it's even a 20-second sketch. Like, it's a very quick sketch. There's, and there's two lines. Someone's going to get $1,000, and then someone's going to get punched in the head. And because they gave $1,000, and everybody agrees. Well, there's with, also the it might be you, and it might be you. Oh, that's mm-hmm, right. I forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot. Might be. Uh, yeah, I got to vote for someone's going to get $1,000. Uh <laughs> Josh, um, 
Yeah, I, I think I'll have to go for $1,000 on this one. I, I wasn't going to, and then I I did remember the part where it's like, someone's going to get a punch in the face. And I'm like, yep. That, <laughs> that was just like... Well, my favorite... I, I, I'm going to go into it just a little bit. My favorite part about it is the fact that because people accepted the $1,000, that now makes them open to... They, they, they made an uh, un... Uh, unvocalized agreement. Oh, we're in a contest. Oh, he got a thousand dollars. That's great. Way to go. Woo. Now, wait, you're, you're still doing it. You're going to punch people in the face. Well, I don't agree to that. Well, you were open to get a thousand dollars. You just didn't know the second half of it was somebody's going to get punched in the head. Like I love the shit out of it. Uh, but someone's going to get a thousand dollars. It's another vote. Jason. Did you Sorry, die, Jason? No, I didn't die. Just I had to move the cursor a long way to the mute. To the mute. I love an open letter to the guy who stole Bruce's wheel. Bruce plays pathetic so well, uh, and he does it in several other ske- uh, sketches, like uh, the sketch about his suicide note. But here, it's just from the way he's dressed with his shorts pulled way up and he's wearing black tennis shoes or hiking boots. I, I can never tell. And he's just... He walks in all sad and he's <laughs> just like and he keep he's playing this combination of frustratedly angry and just absolutely pathetic and he just he pulls on your heartstrings and, and then towards the end of each letter uh, like he's I think his last line in the second half is just a, a disgusted utterance of pus you know it, just that people could that someone first of all would steal just a bike wheel is just flabbergasting to him. And then people would watch and let it happen. And it just, it breaks his heart. And that's, that's where the humor comes from. And I, again, this is another situation where I like someone's going to get a thousand dollars. It's very funny, but Bruce's open letter hits me where I live so much more. So I've got to vote for an open letter to the guy who stole Bruce's wheel. A vote for the open letter, but uh, there's going to be an open letter to Geek Fights for letting that go off. Uh, someone's going to get $1,000. It's moving on. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is, these are the days I know, I know, these are the days I know, versus Hotel Morrison. Uh, again, a really, really tough one. Uh, two, uh, two great um, Bruce sketches. Um, this is tough. I'm wavering. I love these are the days I know. Uh, I love the the music on the the show in general. I love uh, I love when Bruce sings, uh, and this is the craziest fucking song. Well, maybe the Terrier song is a little crazier, but it's also a little dumber uh, because I, I I identify with these are the days I know. I know a lot of days, but I'm gonna vote for Hotel Morrison because um, I have been in that record store. Uh, I have dealt with that clerk, uh, and I have met that guy uh, who who really just takes the doors to uh, a, a, a I don't know, almost a religious level. Um, so uh, because that kind of just sort of struck uh, strangely real, uh, I'm going to vote for Hotel Morrison. I'll vote for Hotel Morrison. Uh, some of them are Davids, but most of us are Daves. They all have their own hands, and they come from different moms. Those are the fucking lines. They all have their own hands. Makes no sense. 
And for that alone, they all do have their own hands, though. I know, I know. But it was one of those things where he, they clearly, he clearly wrote it in there because he needed something else in the stanza. So he goes, they all have their own hands, but they come from different moms. Uh, yeah, so I am voting for these are the days I know I know. Josh, um, I like both of these uh, bits, and I actually had the Dave song as my ringtone a long time ago. I think on the first phone I had that could do my own ringtones, um, just because I thought it was pretty funny. But um, the Hotel Morrison bit is just, to me, it's it's just such a, it, it's it's not necessarily the the joke itself. It's like getting to it, you know. It's it's such a like a a, a slow burn into just like this utter hilarity of how crazy Doors fans are. Uh, um, so I'm going to have to vote for, for that. Uh, vote for Hotel Morrison. Jason. Oh, man, this is, uh, this is tough. This is tougher than I would think at first glance, but I, I just love that Hotel Morrison sketch so much, especially when, uh, <clears throat> he throws Kevin out of the store and then Kevin's like, no, no, no I want you to show me the way. And he gets so indignant when he thinks that uh, that Kevin is that a Brandon reference yeah. in my store? <laughs> I, I I do love that sketch a lot, but the Dave song, especially when he's like Dave Dort, I hardly know him, and the song, like the music keeps going, it's just awkward silence. <laughs> so I guess yeah, I'm gonna have to vote for the Dave song. A vote for the Dave song. It's all tied up. It comes down to you, Christy. Um, little known fact. I am a songwriter. I write songs. Um, most of them are very similar to the Dave song. So when I hear that they have their own hands, but they come from different moms, it reminds me of something that I came up with yesterday. And because it's so personal and it hits so close to home, I have to vote for These Are the Days I Know. I know. These are the days I know. <laughs> Dave Gill works at my dad's store. No, I'm sorry. I, I just had to mention Dave Gill. David says Nikki. Uh, David Asman. Uh, what other Daves do we know, Mike? Uh, Dave Jablinski. Dave Jabl- Jabbo. Yeah, Dave Jablinski. Is that it? Are those all I the Daves? I know a Dave. I know a David Nickerson. What about David? Would you call Ivy? me? Yeah, I heard it. David, I is, yeah. is your cousin David? Yeah, it says Nikki. Oh, I didn't know that was him. Yeah, he's he's Polish. Yeah, huh? Well, at least half of them. Oh, my but, uncle's name is David. <laughs> you forgot about him. Well, because um, because we all call him Uncle Andy. That's even weirder. But those are the Daves we know. And you know, all of those Daves have their own hands and come from different moms. And yes, they do. Um, uh, but these are the days we know we know are moving on. We're on to our next fight. It is Try It Now versus Lopez. Um, Both of these are oddly similar sketches where it's just somebody just shouting. Try it now. Lopez! Try it now. 
Lopez. Um, I prefer to try it now because I I like how angry Scott seemed there. So uh, I'm gonna go try it now. Um, Josh, uh, I try it now for sure. Um, it's just wow. Let's try it now. Too quick. Try it now. It's back to back. Uh, Jason. Uh, I love the try it now sketch, and I I'm pretty sure that's uh. One of the reoccurring characters, Danny Husk, because uh, he's dressed like Danny. They never say his name, but I'm pretty sure that that's Danny and his wife. And I love the the payoff of the sketches, completely out of left field. But <laughs> especially uh, the, the final payoff of there's like a payoff of the payoff, which I, I like very much. So try it now. Another vote for try it now, Christy. Lopez. Lopez. A vote for Lopez. Lopez. Uh, Mike. Uh, try now. Lopez. Let try me say. Now. Let me say that I love the Lopez sketch because there is no payoff. <laughs> Lopez. Lopez. Wait, doesn't uh, doesn't he like throw something through the window to get Lopez's attention, and the house catches fire, and he's screaming for Lopez to get out? I always thought, yeah, of that he's as like the it kind of turns dramatic, and he's like Lopez, <laughs> Lopez, <laughs> so good. Uh, and then you don't even—that's the only word that is uttered the entire time. It's similar to the what sketch, but it goes down to well, try it now. Only has try it now, really. Uh, right now it's moving on. We're on to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. It is Bellini versus Things to Do. Bellini is the uh, guy who wore the, 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 the towel. Bellini in a towel. Um, Jesus. You guys really rigged these, so they're all very um, difficult to pick. No, no. Kids in the Hall is just that good. It is that good. Um, you know, um, and, uh, um, things to do is what I'm going to go with, and I'm not explaining myself because they're all so good, and I will weep openly. <laughs> A vote for things to do, Jason. Oh man, uh, I like Bellini. I my the whole touch Bellini contest. I, uh, it sometimes makes me wish I was watching the show when it was first run, but because uh, I. I the Bellini thing was hilarious, but things to do is a juggernaut sketch. It's a, uh, you got Kevin is kind of the point man of the sketch. And then you've got Dave doing this strange Christopher Walken impersonation as he plays the <laughs> bank robber <laughs> who keeps making, making an object lesson out of the wrong people. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm going to go with things to do. <laughs> And if you don't, if you don't vote for things to do, this will happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> a vote for things to do, uh, Christy. Yeah, the touch Paul Bellini contest is one of my favorite skits. So Bellini in his towel goes to the airport, flies on a plane, gets to a hotel, showers, and he comes out and he's wearing a he's wearing a towel out of the shower and he gets another towel to dry off, and then he's in a car. And then he goes to this house somewhere, and they knock on the door, and there's a woman there with a coffee cup and, like, a fork in her hand. And she goes out onto her uh, sidewalk, 
and her and Bellini kind of look at each other, and there's a good, like, two feet of distance between them, and she reaches out with her fork and pokes them, and then they both look at the camera and smile. I'm voting for Bellini. A vote for Bellini. Uh, Mr. Ortiz. Uh, I'm tempted to vote for Bellini because uh, I was going to do the if you don't vote for uh, things to do, this will happen to you, but Jason stole it from me. Uh, <laughs> but I'm still going to vote for it. A vote for things to do. Uh, I, too, will be voting for Bellini because Bellini was awesome. I was I was enamored with it because I know it wasn't first run when I watched it, or maybe it was because I was watching it in the early 90s. Because we had the privilege of being able to watch it first run, right? Wasn't it on oh, yeah. CBC? Yeah, we had the privilege of watching it first run. So, I don't know why you didn't watch it, Jason. You just didn't know. Living out in the boonies. No, I had I had Windsor 9, but it was just... I I, I don't... You just didn't I know. Think, yeah, I came into the show pretty late. So You weren't cool enough. I wasn't cool enough, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> And I remember wanting to write in, but realizing that there was no way, like, uh, like today there's email, so you can really easily do that. That contest would have been so much easier if, if email had existed, but it did not exist at the time. Or if it did, it was only a government thing. Uh, I love the shit out of Bellini. Uh, I also love the, the shit out of Things to Do. And if you watch the Things to Do on the Nerdist channel on YouTube, they actually have a, a, a whole, like, two or three minute explanation of where that sketch comes from and it's a real thing but things to do is moving on we're on to our next fight jason this one is yours it is the beard versus tammy roses uh i i like tammy roses sketch it's okay but the beard uh the uh palatial sports arena that i work in uh they recently changed their policy on facial hair and uh, everyone basically started growing beards pretty much at the same time. And in the back of my mind, I kept thinking about this sketch as everyone's like running around in the first couple of weeks, everyone's running around basically stroking their uh, fresh beards. And I kept thinking of that beard sketch. So I've got to vote for the beard. A uh, vote for the beard. Christy. Yeah. The creepy killer beard is really funny um but bruce is my favorite kids in the hall person and uh his female characters are my favorite female characters and this tammy music video is so funny so you got this beautiful young pop star and she has many male suitors but they all seem to be old creepy white businessmen so this song is telling them that she's singing to them about how she won't spread for them and there's a coming flower there's a coming flower in, in the video and you should vote for it Tammy, Roses yes a vote for Tammy Roses Mike uh, I will vote for the beard uh, primarily because I have a beard and the reason that I grew the reason that I actually have a beard is because I grew a beard over a vacation one year, and when I got back, I didn't feel like shaving it off. And that is why I've had a beard now for probably 20 years. So uh, the beard sketch again, a little too real. I love my beard. Fuck you, people. <laughs> a vote for the beard. 
Um, I want to vote for Can't Be Roses. Uh, I like it a lot, but I can't because I remember my first time seeing the beard and my inability to grow one and being so jealous of the beard. I wanted a beard so bad. And I still can't grow a nice, full, thick beard. I can just grow a scraggly beard, so I keep it short. But, yeah, I love the shit out of the beard. Uh, I, I really do. I love the ma- the, the mania uh, that Kevin gets to, that level. So I'm going to go with uh, the beard and Josh. Um, I'd like to have a beard someday uh, with the, the beardiness of the beard, so I will vote for the beard. The beard gets a vote, and the beard is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Christy, this one is yours. It is Cancer Boy versus In Search of Pot. She almost said Pot. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, this is really easy for me. In Search for Pot, or In Search of Pot, is one of my favorite sketches. And it, uh, Scott Thompson ending up with sweet pot dreads. Um, it's pretty sweet. I guess I would give a jean jacket to the devil for pot dreads also. So, in Search of Pot. A vote for In Search of Pot. Uh, Mike? Yeah, In Search of Pot's another one that hit a little too close to home. Um, if if you have ever been in that situation when you're trying to uh, score some pot and, and you can't and the weird places you go and things you do to try to uh, find something or something that will be uh, close enough, uh, maybe never quite as bad as this, but sometimes it felt that bad. Uh, and, and it's funny, and it just, it really rings true in a lot of ways. The character, uh, you know, again, I've 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 met that guy. Uh, I haven't quite been that guy, but I certainly have known that guy. And and one weird thing that I just noticed uh, while uh, watching this last time, uh, Dave Foley plays. <laughs> I, I believe it's the same prostitute that he plays in the prostitute sketches. If not, it's very close. And he is ridiculously hot. Um, I forgot what a good-looking woman Dave Foley is, and this episode reminded me. So between those two things, um, I have to vote for uh, the search for pot. And I'll also uh, vote for the search for spot. A vote for the search in search of pot. Um, yeah, pot's fine. Um. I love the sadness and joy that is Cancer Boy. He says things in the innocent way a child would say, I have cancer, I'm going to die in a few weeks. In that innocent way a child would say, and it's the saddest shit in the world. And it's funny as hell to me. I love how sad... (laughs) I love how, how sad Cancer Boy is. And he's just sitting in his wheelchair. Uh, uh, why are you doing this to me? Cancer Boy is one of my favorites because I love how sad Cancer Boy is. I, I would I would feel horrible if I had a child that had cancer. I, but I know if I did have a child that had cancer, I would think back to Cancer Boy and giggle in my head a little bit. So I'm going to go with Cancer Boy. Uh, Josh? Um, if I ever get cancer, I'm going to become Cancer Boy. Just because that would be best relief of having terminal cancer would be just bringing everyone down to your level of awfulness. So yeah, Cancer Boy for sure. Alright, if over Cancer Boy. 
Uh, it is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Jason. Which one takes the win? Oh, I wasn't expecting it to be tied up. Uh, I do like Cancer Boy. Cancer Boy shows up uh, in one of their uh, censored sketches where they play on that riff of Babe Ruth hitting the homer for the sick kid. And the guy strikes out and, and said, just brings him a $20 whore. Let me at that whore. <laughs> yeah. Let me at that whore, Joe. <laughs> uh, but in search of pot, I love that everyone seems to have moved on to more and more terrible things instead of pot. And this guy, they all try to make uh, Scott's character feel like he's just, standing still because he's not on heroin or crystal meth or whatever or it is. That, snail. Yeah, or licking a snail. <laughs> I, I, and I, I like any sketch with uh, Bruce's devil with uh, it, they don't, the horns have never looked right to me. It almost looks like they're not pointed. So I, I'm going to go with In Search for Pot. I'll vote for In Search for uh, Search for Spock and Search for Spock moves on and Search for Pot moves on. Um, we are at the last fight of the first round. It is the other unknown. Mr. Formby phoned this one in to me. This one, I don't think anybody has the time to go and see. It is My Horrible Secret versus the Kids in the Hall movie, Brain Candy. Uh, Mike, that's yours. Brain Candy. Really? That that quickly? Yes, brain Candy? I love Brain Candy. I, I, that's one I, I wanted to put on here, but I thought I would just... Do, you know, for person, just because I wanted to, to define it narrowly myself, put shorter things on here, smaller things on here. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the other one, but it was a fight to keep brain candy off, so I'm glad I could vote for it. Uh, yeah. Brain candy has some of my absolute favorite lines, absolute favorite moments, like when... Uh they all everybody's happy moments. Some of the happy moments are some of the saddest moments in the, in the fucking world. But my favorite of all time is uh, the 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 coffee, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to say the coffee because I think everybody remembers what the coffee means when I'm talking about happiest moment. So uh, I'm also voting for brain candy, Josh. Before I saw the show, because I was like a little kid when it came out, I saw the movie because my mom thought it'd be good to, you know, rent this kind of movie for uh, like a like a four or five or six year old or whatever. And uh, wrong, I, I think it it totally warped me forever. So I'm gonna have to vote for Brain Candy. <laughs> uh, vote for Brain Candy, uh, Jason. Were the handcuffs totally necessary? <laughs> <laughs> Brain candy. <laughs> Another vote for brain candy. Christy, is it a clean sweep? I have watched brain candy more than almost any other movie I own. Yeah. Life is short. Life is shit. And soon it will be over. Brain candy is moving on to the next round. We'll be back right after this. What we are about to receive, please make us thankful. Amen. Amen. Well, let's tuck in, huh? It's wonderful, Mother. Yeah. Thank you. Good-looking stew. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, we yeah. had a little bit of good news today. Oh, oh. yeah. It involved your grandpa. Oh, oh yeah. good. Yeah. Seems that Grandpa had himself a little poo day. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That's great, Grandpa. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah I pooped. <laughs> sure it did. How long has it been, Grandfather? Grandfather. 
Wow, four years. Wow. You know, that's just like the Olympics. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I remember the last one. It was no. at my prom night. Oh, I remember that night. You looked so beautiful. Oh, oh so did your poo, grandfather. Oh. <laughs> you know, I think this is the start of a lot of good things for us, McNeils. Our bowels are moving again. Here's to it. You know, uh, you may be more right than you know. Oh? Because uh, today, on his history test, yeah. Derek pulled in a seat. No. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah. You didn't. You little scamp. Yeah. And the teacher says it's not just an ordinary C either. It's a special C. It's a C with promise. Wow. <laughs> well done. She says it's still too soon to say, yeah. but I might not be stupid. Oh. <laughs> okay. like a little Indian arrowhead, Grandpa. It's a winner. Mm. Do you want me to take that for you, Granddad? No, and put no, it somewhere no, safe? No, no, come on. Come on, Graham. Just let her put it in the box for yeah, you. Come put it somewhere safe, Grandpa. Come on. Gee, uh-oh. Oh, Grandpa dropped his pudding. Oh, here comes the dog. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. It's Got your poo, Grandpa. I'm sorry. That was my last poo. No, no, no it, it wasn't. wasn't. No, it was. No. You, you lived to poo again, Granddad. Yeah. yeah, you've got the bowels of a man half your age. Jeez, yeah. You know what I think would be a, a good idea, Grandpa? If you ate a little bit extra tonight. Yes. Yeah. Yep. No, I think yes. that'd be good. Yes? Yep. Come on. Is this the man that waded ashore on Omaha Beach, June 6, 1944, I'm looking at? Hey, let's get back to work, soldier. <laughs> oh, that's nice to see. That's a match. This is Brenna from Command Magellan. That's www.commandmagellan.com, and you're listening to Geek Fights. And we're back doing what we do every week. That what might be the shortest break. Ooh, we should just put it in the episode. Fuck it. Anyway, <laughs> it was very short. Uh, doing what we do every week, coming at you with Jarrett Formby trademark geek cred. I say Jarrett Formby trademark, but I don't think he actually took out a trademark on it, so you could take out a trademark. He doesn't have to... Uh... Officially, it's not a registered trademark. It's just trademark. Not registered. So, he still has okay. a trademark on it. But let's get some geek credit well, out of the way. Uh, prove uh, prior existence. Uh, Josh yes, sir. Van Valkenburg, what is your geek cred, sir? When you talk about geek cred, what you have to look at are three different things. Obesity, stained Cheetos fingers, and empty Mountain Dew bottles. And let me tell you, I'm tipping the scales on all three. Thank you very much, Josh. Um, Jason, uh, uh, Fergood, Thompson, what is your geek cred, sir? I don't, I don't think I can top that, but now every once in a while a guy will try to take me to a Leafs game. <laughs> <laughs> 
A. <laughs> Thank you for that, Jason. And Christy Millicent Woke. Nice. I now don't know what to say at all. I usually don't know what to say, but I especially don't know what to say now, currently. <laughs> This might be the best geek cred of all time. <laughs> Josh derailed everybody. <laughs> I forget that Josh does that. I forgot all about it. He always is the last. He does almost. All, I, I usually remember to put Josh last because Josh is a wild card. He, but I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Uh, we're going to move right back into the fights. I don't know what to do here. Uh, Damon, this fight is yours. It is the theme song versus 30 Helens. Very quickly, easily. I love the 30 Helens. Still love the theme song. And the interstitials or whatever you say that fucking word. I love the music. I'm going the theme song. Uh, Josh. Theme song. Boom. Jason. Yeah, my love for the 30 Helens does not outweigh my love for the theme song and the music. So, theme song. Another vote for the theme song. Christy. Yeah, the first thing I learned how to play on bass was this theme song. Mike, is it a clean sweep? 30 Helms agree that they're losing. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, 30 Helms. You were great. Theme song is moving on. We're on to our next fight. I was almost said almost on to our next song. I'm still thinking of uh, John Williams in my head. Oh, oh, epicness is playing in my head. I'm now hearing Duel of Fates. Um... Josh, this fight is yours. It is Semen and Soup versus the Fur Trappers. I really, really like both of these for different reasons. Um, But again, just how it stuck with me over the years, I think I'm going to have to eat a big bowl of Semen Soup. (laughs) A bowl of Semen Soup by Jason. Uh, I I really love the French Fur Trappers skit, and I I don't think I'm going to be able to say it at all tonight, but I'm going to keep voting for it. Uh, French fur trappers. A vote for the French fur trappers. Christy? I think French fur trappers are funny, but uh, the thing I really like about the semen in the soup is that you never hear that it is the semen. And it, they kind of just, it's one of those skits that they don't really have the payoff. The payoff is in the, mm, yeah, have another sip. I don't know. But yeah, semen in the soup. Semen and soup. Mike? Uh, I'm going to vote for semen and soup uh, for a couple of reasons, and I love the fur traders. I mean, I I could be swayed. Uh, It's very possible here. Um, But I'll vote for semen and soup for two reasons. Uh, Reason number one, this was part of the censored sketches. So it really is part of a sketch. The whole sketch is the censored sketches. Uh, And I love that idea that at the very end of the show they just said fuck it we're going to show you anyway um i i still prefer hitler blanks a donkey uh both of them have their joke on um you know basically the the blank being something that uh that you fill in but the the best part about semen and soup is the first one the first two were censored by uh the um the networks or whatever but semen and soup was actually censored by the kids in the hall themselves. The other kids would not let them do the sketch because it's so twisted. So uh, I will vote for semen and soup. A uh, vote for semen and soup. Um, 
damn it, Mike, you goddamn sharked me because I was about to be like, well, the uh, French fur trappers actually has uh, somebody who's missing a limb, an actual limb. They are actually missing their leg. Like, oh, huh, huh. But then uh, you, you, the, no, actually, it was not censored by the CBC. It was censored by the kid, the other kids. Yeah, I got to go semen and soup. But I love you, French fur trappers. Oh, what, what do you have today? Well, we've got uh, uh, lots of, what, what was the soup? They had a lot of. Many, many Armanis. Armanis. That's what it was. <laughs> Armanis. Uh, but. But that sketch actually ties into steel toe boots, kind of, because that cyclical nature of it. But um, Team of the Soup, moving on. We are on to our next fight. Jason, this one is yours. It is Girl Drink Drunk versus Sausages. Uh, I'm going to go with the Girl Drink Drunk. Uh, I'd I love the shit out of that sketch. Uh, I think that that's where I got the idea. I was at uh, a GameWorks uh, up in the mall, and uh, I got the idea of uh, getting a milkshake with a shot of Jaeger in it. So, the girl drank drunk. A uh, vote for girl drink drunk. I used to work at that game works. Um, cheer, Christy. <laughs> um, I hate girly drinks. I like my liquor straight. Um, though, I have to say, I, I don't eat sausages. Uh, I don't like them. Um, so, I guess they're even again. But I just like how um, the sausages sketch is so far from what they usually do. And, you know, it was a chance to play around with the cinematography. It was just a chance to, you know, play in in a, a real warehouse, industrial-looking place and uh, mark as the, like, money-grubbing making sure they don't steal sausages to take home, and if they do, they are fired immediately. Um, and he checks them himself at the door. I just think it's probably the most absurd sketch in the entire run, and I'm voting for it. A vote for sausages. Mike? I think it actually goes beyond uh, just being absurd. I mean, it is just weird and and uh, it's it's very art film. I mean, it, it's it's not. I don't really think there's anything like it in the run on Kids in the Hall or or in any kind of sketch comedy show whatsoever. Um, but I watch a sketch comedy show for a variety of reasons uh, to be enlightened, to be inspired, uh, but mostly to uh, to laugh. And uh, nothing I think made me laugh more than Girl Drink Drunk. Uh, vote for girl drink drunk. Uh, no, it's not hard for me. It, it's super easy. Sausages is weird. It's a weird, weird sketch, but it, it's it's got to be girl drink drunk. Uh, let's see. Take some Jones cream soda. Um, let's go with. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'll make you a girl drink it. Jones cream soda. Oh, wait, Jimmy Jizz. I'll make a Jimmy Jizz. It's, it's just Jones cream soda mixed with vodka. That's it. That's all you have to do. Jones cream soda is really good. Uh, but I, too, will be voting for Girl Drink Drunk or GDG Joshua. Sausages. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like girl drinks because I'm a girl. Um, but if, if for real, the sausages skit is just so out there. 
and uh, you know, um, I love it. So even if it even if it shall not pass, I I have to 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 align myself with the meats. You shall not pass. Uh, yeah, sausages is not moving on. Girl drink drunk is. We are on to our next fight. Christy, this one is yours. It is Buddy Cole versus the Doctor. All right. Two very different... And I could say, I I guess, not all of the Doctor is monologuing. He interacts with other people and such. But, you know, it's kind of monologuing. But I think Buddy Cole is the most iconic character from Kids in the Hall. Um, when I think of kids in the hall, I think of Scott Thompson sitting on a stool with his legs crossed, martini in one hand, cigarette in the other. So, Buddy Cole. A vote for Buddy Cole, Mr. Ortiz. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I made my, uh, my argument for Buddy Cole last round. It, it holds still. Now, I love the doctor. I think one of my favorite parts is the fact that he comes out and he's completely soaked in blood. Um, but, Buddy Cole was just a guy on a stage for most of it, and he just would weave these stories. And uh, both Buddy and Scott are great storytellers. Um, so uh, I, I did just he, he's he's so much more, uh, more than just one sketch, more than just one joke. Uh, is actually kind of a, a rich, interesting character that I wish we we would see in, in other things. I mean, I don't know if he ever just did a tour of with. Of just being buddy, I don't know, but uh, I could go for a Buddy Cole movie. A vote for Buddy Cole. Uh, how far can you go on uh, Charm? About this far, um, but it, it sucks because Buddy Cole is an icon, and and he actually did help change the way younger people think about gay people. Because Buddy Cole is just a normal guy. He just happens to like other guys. And it was okay. And there was nothing weird or strange about that. And and, and it kind of put that in my head. Like, oh, there's nothing wrong with that? Okay. I, you know, my, my, my malleable brain at the time, I, I was like, okay, that he's gay. And and I don't... Does he ever actually say that he's gay? Oh, I'm sure. I think, I'm I almost, think he mentions that he has, like, a lover. I'm sure he mentions several times. I don't well, know he if refers he to to being gay and being part of the gay community, and he calls he talks about fags a lot too. Yes, he does. You're right. I apologize. All I'm thinking about right now is him playing baseball. <laughs> that's all that's blowing through my head. The the nipple holes on that clear fucking suit. <laughs> so for that alone, I'm gonna have to vote for Buddy Cole. Um, Josh. Um. You know, there's been a lot of good stuff said, and I think I've already made a, you know, my own argument for it pretty well. So I'd, I'd have to go with, uh, go with my buddy. BC, get another vote. Jason, is it a clean sweep? Uh, yeah, you mentioned the baseball, the KC at the bat thing. I, I, I did that. I think that might be my favorite buddy monologue because it, he, uh, he just he's he's on fire in that whole one in that whole monologue. He has a couple others that were pretty good. Uh and he Buddy appears in like a couple of other sketches, like the the judge who's just taking everyone at their word 
and he's they're just letting he's letting people out. And the I my favorite part of that particular sketch is Buddy's still sitting at the in the court at the end, and Bruce was playing the prosecuting attorney, and he's walking out of the courtroom very angry because all his cases have been thrown out. And he looks at Buddy and he goes, "And I think your monologues run on too long." And Buddy just looks at the camera, and that's that's pretty much the payoff to the sketch. So I'm gonna go with Buddy Call. <laughs> And Buddy Cole is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It's I Speak No English versus Someone's Gonna Give Thousand Dollars. You know, uh, earlier you guys were, were talking about the, the best part of uh, Someone's Getting a Thousand Dollars, and you completely missed it. The best part is the look on Scott Thompson's face with that ridiculous wig and big mustache, and his eyes flare up when he pulls out the fist. And you know that he's going to love giving somebody a punch in the head. So, a thousand dollars. Someone's going to get a thousand dollars. And I seriously, no you can just keep putting anything in there. Yes, someone's going to get an iPhone five. See, are you going to get one? No, probably not. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, don't sell out. Not, not yet. I've I've already got four. But um, I like someone's going to get a thousand dollars. But I I speak no English. Um. I speak, uh, I could say the same thing in German, French, uh, Swahili. I think it was it was a really Russian. There was another strange language. This I, I, I know all this phonetically. I can't understand you. Um, yeah, I got to go with I speak no English because I still love the shit out of it. Um, Josh. I speak no English as well. Um, I, I can understand that you're. You're calling on me, but I don't understand the questions, and I I just don't speak any English. Uh, vote for I speak no English, Jason. Uh, you know what? My favorite part of the thousand dollar sketch it, it's right in there. He reaches into the coat both times. He reaches into the coat, and Scott has this look on his face. Is like, what is in here? And he pulls out like he's as surprised. As we are, as he's pulling out the thousand dollars or the fist, and he just starts swinging the fist in the air. And I love the way that people scramble around and uh, the the speak no English. I, I think that he says at one point, "I I've said this speech so much, I've forgotten my own language" or something like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go for thousand dollars. Someone's going to get $1,000. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Christy. Which one is moving on? This is so easy. When I tell somebody about the $1,000 sketch, I make sure that I reach my hand into whatever I'm wearing and pull out a fist but it has to be straight up, you know, like your arm is bent in a 90-degree angle. The fist straight up, and, oh, that, that is the best part. Um, you can't hear me do that over the phone, um, the movement of me doing that, but I certainly did that the first time I talked about this, and I will talk about it again in the next round. Someone's going to get $1,000. I speak no English goes down. We are on to our next fight. It is the days I know I know versus try it now. Uh, try it now. Try it now. Try it now? Try it now. <laughs> but I love the shit out of these and Dave's I know, I know. I, I like try it now. It's great. I, 
my favorite part is looking at the is looking at the car because that's the ca- same car my parents had when I was a kid, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's that car!" And then you know, it's the cold weather. I remember that car breaking down just like that. Try it now. Uh, but I'm I'm still gonna vote for the Daves. I know, I know, because I know a lot of Daves. Um, Josh, try it now. Try it now. Try it now. Try it now. Gets another vote. <laughs> Jason, the very idea that someone would repaint their car red with a roller <laughs> in an attempt to get it to start is my favorite part of that. <laughs> Because I've I've been nearly that desperate where you're trying anything to just get your goddamn car to start, and you're just like, shit, what what else can I try that I haven't tried? (laughs) Well, I've never tried to paint my car with a roller, but I've I've tried a lot, so try it now. Try it now. Uh, Christy? Um, I'm very upset that Lopez didn't make it through. Um, and try it now, beat it. But I think I would have voted for the Daves I know. I know. These are the Daves I know over it anyway. But there is a little spite there as well. A vote for these are the Daves I know I know. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Mike. Which one takes oh, the win? Oh, sucks. This sucks. I was hoping it would be decided before it got to me. Um... This is this is another one where it's like do you, the the big gun is clearly Dave's I know it is iconic, but uh, try it now. Uh, you know I've I've done that for for more than just the car to get the computer to start up to to get anything to work, and and then it turns out it's because the neighbor's kid is uh, is in uh, is in the, is under the hood, um, and it's just this bizarre freaky thing. But I, I think I'm going to stick with. Dave's I know for a very, very odd reason, something that, that I have always found unsettling about that video, and I don't know if it's intentional or not, but Bruce McCullough's belt is very, very high. He's got a very high-waisted <laughs> pants in that episode that, that just accentuates the strangeness with which he's walking as he's walking around. Um and it's just weird little things like that, little off beats to the way it's shot and to the way people are standing and walking and and it it's just it's just so fucking weird. Um and they all have their own hands. So Dave's I know. Uh vote for the Dave's I know and the Dave's I know are moving on. We are on to the next fight. Josh, this one is yours. It is Things to Do versus the Beard. Kevin versus Kevin. Oh, Lord. Um, I really like both of these, but I think I like Things to Do more. And depending on what arguments everyone has, I might flip-flop, but I'm really feeling Things to Do. Things to Do. No stopping now. Things to Do. Uh, Jason. Okay, you're a hostage. Go with it. Go with it. Got things to do. (laughs) Things to do. Uh, Vote for things to do. Christy. Um, Yeah, Kevin sitting in the dark stroking his beard and watching porn and laughing and then getting caught by his wife. The beard. The beard. 
of vote for the beard, uh, Mike. This is this is very tough because uh, I I have a lot of things to do lists. I have daily ones at work. I have personal ones, but I also have a beard, uh, and I do stroke my beard when I watch porn. So I will vote for the beard to tie it up. <laughs> it is all tied up. It comes down to me. I do not stroke my beard when I watch porn. I do not have things to do lists, but the best part of things to do happens. Right at the beginning, when he knocks over the old lady carrying grocery, and he's like, you just knocked over that lady. Can't stop now. Things to do. And then he does it again. That was the same old lady. That shit is so fucking funny to me. Things to do. Things to do. Things to do. <laughs> so I'm going to vote for things to do. I'm sorry, the beard. But I actually, I, I'm getting tears onto my thing here just thinking of that old lady hitting the ground and everybody looking at him like he's crazy yeah. Uh, things, yeah i don't think that anybody else could have done the things to do but i think any one of them could have done the beard so i think the right thing did go through yeah things to do is moving on things to do things to do we're on to our next fight uh jason this one is yours it is in search of pot versus brain candy Ooh. Yeah, I'm still going to go with brain candy. A little bit of happiness pie. A vote for brain candy. Uh, Christy? That's what I was going to say. I want a little bit of happiness pie. A uh, vote for brain candy. Mike? Uh, I, I, I'm i going to vote for uh, the search for Spock, but it, it probably should go down here. Um. I think it is hilarious, and I want to give it a little bit more love, especially the freaky-ass eye and the triangle and the cop. Um, but uh, it's, it, it should go down because there were some flipper babies. Flipper babies! I forgot about flipper babies, you son of a bitch! I love the shit out of flipper babies. There were a few flipper babies. Well, how many flipper babies? A few... Uh, yeah, I love Brain Candy because almost every single one of the characters that ever reoccurred is in Brain Candy, including the cops. We never mentioned the cops. Well, it, it took us all the way until here to mention the cops, but I'm mentioning the cops now because they, they, they should be mentioned. And Chicken Lady doesn't make an appearance, but Chicken Lady I have to mention right now, too, because... Yeah, we could have done 64 on this easily. Easily. Easily, but I too will be voting for Brain Candy. Uh, Yashua. All right. So basically, we have some of Leonard Nimoy's best work versus pretty much the best comedy troupe movie ever made. Um, I'm going to have to go with Brain Candy on this one. And Brain Candy takes the win. This next fight is for a spot in the final four. Christy, it's yours. It is the theme song, which is Shadowy Man in a Shadowy on a Shadowy Planet having an average weekend versus Semen in Soup. If Semen in Soup instead was the collection of censored sketches, I would vote for it. Maybe. But the theme song is such a 
like I said, I think the first time a part of my childhood, when I hear it, when I'm watching it on my Netflix instant, I am immediately transported to my grandmother's house, sitting in the back bedroom, hoping she's not going to catch me watching Comedy Central. And so I'm going to vote the theme song. Mike! Uh, I'm going to vote for the semen um, because the theme song is great. It is recognizable. It is iconic. Uh, It is something that you immediately think of when you hear it. You think of the kids in the hall. But, you know, it itself is, is just a musical number. What it does is it triggers you remembering all of those funny, great things that you saw on the show. Uh, if you put that theme song, you could put it on another show, um, and it would be a just as good theme song. But Kids in the Hall is about the sketches, and it's about these guys, and it is about funny stuff. And all of that stuff would still be there even without that theme in the interstitials. And even though they're great and they make the show better, they are not as essential to the show as the comedy itself and uh, and the semen is pure gold. So is mine. So <laughs> is mine. Um, hmm. I don't know where to go because you're you're kind of right, Mike. But I I think that it, I I don't I don't know I don't know I can't imagine kids in the hall without the music. In all honesty, I can't. Like that, that that's ingrained in me. Like I, I think they might have been able to find something else, but I think they found it's one of those times where they found the absolute perfect theme song. Mind you, this theme song will come up again in a couple more mo- in a couple months when we do best TV theme song. Um, God, theme in the soup is good. Uh, I. I I still got to go with the theme song. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. You almost won me over. You had me a hello, uh, Josh. Um, well, I will agree that you know the theme song is really good, and I really do like the music and and the soundtrack and everything to the show. It's again that bit just comes back in in such a way it really resonates with me. And I, I'm just asking you, Damon, take a chance. And come over to my house tomorrow and just have some soup. Dear Lord, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is all tied up for a spot in the Final Four. Uh, Jason, which one takes the win? Well, thanks, Josh, because I hate soup now. And I'm voting against soup right now. Uh, the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I'll vote for the theme song. See, what's weirder is you have a lot of male animals in your house, so I don't know exactly where you would get enough soup. Oh, don't worry about no. that. You know, that's never, never mind. Never mind. Don't, don't even worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll have plenty for you. Just come on over. Uh, <laughs> theme song is into the final four. We are on to our next fight. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. It is the girl drink drunk sketch versus Buddy Cole himself. This is uh, this is really tough. Um, hmm. I am going to go with. I'm going to go with with Buddy, uh, and and the reason why is like so far we've got the theme moving on, and you know looking at what's ahead we've got other sketches we've got a movie, 
Um, but this is the only, this is, I think, the last representation of a monologue. Um, and, uh, and, and I think that's, that's one of the things that I really liked about the show and I think is very telling about the show. Um, and Buddy had the, had great monologues. I think one of my favorite moments, one of my favorite jokes was when he said, uh, you know, that feeling when you don't know if it's a fart or a turd, but you let it rip anyway. And it's like, well, yeah, I, I know that feeling. Um, and, and he was in a sketch that, that baseball sketch is fantastic. You know, do they think the uniform, they, they thought the uniforms were too girly as if anything could be, uh, just fantastic stuff and a fantastic character. I love girl drink drunk. Uh, it would decide, uh, it would deserve to move on here. And I think the only reason I'm voting against it is to get a little, some interesting variety and to keep the monologues alive. Um, so I'll vote for buddy. Uh, vote for Buddy. You you know you didn't have to make that strong of a case. At least not for me. Um, girl drink drunk is the reason why I drink alcohol or, or am able to drink alcohol. That that ability. But uh, Buddy Cole, top to bottom, is amazing. I I forget his cultural impact. Yeah, we're talking about the kids in the hall and cultural impact. And uh, Buddy Cole has a, has a fucking huge cultural impact. Uh, so I, yeah, I've got I've got to go with Buddy Cole here. I've got to, right? It feels right. It feels good. And I do. I did love all of his monologues talking about the Queen, because he did talk about the Queen. Mike, is the Queen there? Hello? See? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going Buddy Cole. Uh, Josh? Buddy. More votes for Buddy. Uh, Jason? I'm sorry. I still find it funny that you were talking about Buddy Cole's cultural impact and you phrased it as top to bottom. <laughs> Buddy He's Cole. Nice. He had a huge cultural impact. <laughs> top or bottom. But uh, uh, you didn't say which way you're voting, Jason. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you I said it Buddy Cole at the, at the very end. Buddy Cole. Oh, I'm sorry. Buddy Cole. Uh, it, it is it a clean sweep for Buddy Cole there, Christy? Yeah, there's no question for me. Buddy Cole will stomp all over Girl Drink Drunk. And Buddy Cole in a clean sweep is into the final four. We are on to our next fight. Damon, ooh, that's me. It is some dude, someone's going to get $1,000 versus these are the days I know, I know, these are the days I know. Some of them are Davids, but most of them are Daves. They all have their own hands, but they come from different moms. Uh, Dave, David, what's his name? He worked at my dad's store. He, da, 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 uh, I used to. I, I I was going to learn the entire song so I could switch it to "These Are the Mics I Know" for the best mic episode. I don't know, three or four months back. It was these are the mics I know. I know these are the mics I know. Some of them are, are Michaels, but most of them are Mike. They all have their own hats, but they come from different moms. I actually had written most of it, but then I got lazy and like just stopped. Uh, and because I was going to change a Kids in the Hall song into that, I, I'm going to go with these are the days I know. I know, Josh. Well, I think you're going to need a punch in the head. Four thousand dollars. <laughs> a vote for 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 the Daves I know. Oh, really? Oh, he got tricked. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> Jason. Uh, uh, you know, Dave's I Know is the first time I ever noticed the uh, 
one of my favorite subtle things that goes on, the subtle running jokes, and it's that of anytime Dave is playing himself and not a character, he's got a coffee cup that he's constantly sipping from. And that was the first time I ever noticed it, him running around while they're doing the big musical number with a coffee cup in hand. So I'm going to go for Dave's I Know. Uh, vote for Dave's I Know. Christy. Oh, this, I think, is the hardest one for me so far because I love them both. But I think that someone's going to get $1,000. It has it has a lot more potential for use in everyday life, a lot more versatile. Um, yes, you can put in mics instead of Dave's, but $1,000 is so much more, I don't know, you can just do so much more stuff with it. So you can, yeah, give me, you can give me a thousand dollars if you want. I'm so sorry, but I'm going to vote for Yep. Someone's going to get a thousand dollars. Yeah. Someone's yeah. going to get a thousand dollars. Mike? Uh, yeah, this, I mean, uh, this is, this is the tough part when we get down to, to these. Um, I think I'm going to go with with the Daves I know. Um, the the one Dave he knows that he got drunk and sick with when they were in like fifth grade. Uh, one of the times that I saw the kids in the hall, he was the actual opening act, and he was quite funny too. So uh, I'll vote for the Daves. The Daves I know, I know. Moving on to the next round. We are, well, into the final four. This, for the spot in the last spot in the final four, this is a monster of a fight for me. I don't know about you guys. It is things to do versus brain candy. Josh, that one is yours. <sighs> Why does it always come down to me? Um, you know, I really, really like the movie. Um, like I said, I think it really messed me up and turned me into the crazy person I am today. Um, I really love that skit. Um, no, let's pull the trigger. We're going feature length. Brain candy, baby. Toot, toot. I'll vote for brain candy. Uh, Jason. Uh, as much as I like brain candy, and it has Nicole DeBoer so, uh, from Deep Space Nine, so as Chris Wood would say, it all comes back to Star Trek. Uh, I think I've gotten just a little bit more enjoyment out of things to do. Uh, I, I really do, especially Dave's uh, walk-in impersonation. So things to do. A vote for things to do, Christy. Yes, but brain candy is like a million good sketches all put into one movie. So I'm going to vote for brain candy. A vote for brain candy, Mike. Uh, you know, when we get down to to this, when we're, when we're looking at the final four. Uh, and, and the topic is the best of kids in the hall. We really have to ask ourselves what, what that means. And, uh, I love brain candy and I think it's hilarious and it's funnier because it's full length and it's more ambitious and it could do things that they never were able to do on the show. But the re, I mean, I guess I'll invoke the, the form B corollary. The kids in the hall was a sketch comedy TV show. Uh, that's what put them on the map. Uh, if there was no 
sketch comedies. If there are no sketches, there would be no no brain candy. Uh, it's the same thing with the uh, you know Death Comes to Town. It, it's a great, it was a very funny sitcom, but it's not it's not kids in the hall enough for me. Um, yeah, I, I feel the same way about Monty Python. Monty Python's you know for me they're the TV shows are, are what I think of when I think of Monty Python, not the movies. And I would say the same thing here. It's not not a criticism against the movie. It's a great movie. But Kids in the Hall is a sketch comedy troupe for me. Um and and that's really where I think I have to I have to stick with it. And a a great example of of their sketches is uh is uh things to do. Uh it, it's not like a four wall, it's not or a three wall. It's not done like on a a stage. It's it's shot on location and uh, it's really a short little film, shot on film, uh, and that's something they did. They did a great job with. They did a lot and they wove seamlessly into the other sketches. So because you know now I'm going to get a little bit more, I guess, literal kids in the hall for me. I always think of the sketches, and uh, I have to vote for a sketch. A vote for things to do. It is all tied up. It comes down to me. Fuck. Um. Brain candy. Brain candy has one of my favorite moments, which is not just you know, life is long, life uh, life is short, life is shit, and soon it will be over. But when they make the pill that locks you into your saddest moment to unlock you from your happiest moment. And the saddest moment of that old woman is so funny because it's ridiculous. The little kid holding on to the balloon just flying away. That shit is so funny to me. Oh, no. Oh, 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 no. Oh. That shit is so funny to me. I love it to death. But it's a sketch. It is a piece, it's a sketch. It's a piece of what makes Kids in the Hall great, which is sketches. And Things to Do is a top-notch sketch. It is perfect from beginning to end. And, and and like I said earlier in the episode, and is Kids in the Hall does something that most sketch comedy shows can't do. They end sketches well. They they end them like bam, this is the ending. And you liked it and it was weird and we're moving on. And I like the shit out of that. Uh, and things to do ends like that. There's a car accident because he shoots the other guy in the head. He gets out of the car. Things to do, things to do, things to do. Knocks over the old lady again and goes to the post office. Like, it's a perfect sketch. Um, yeah, I, well, it's not a perfect sketch. It's the perfect sketch that we're left with. Uh, I love things to do. I love brain candy. I love the coffee moment in brain candy, but I will be voting for things to do, things to do, things to do, things to do, because I'm gonna I'm doing a little little shuffle he's doing right now. So we're at our final four. I'm still doing the shuffle. It is the theme song versus Buddy Cole and the Dave's I Know versus Things to Do. And uh, Jason, this fight is yours. It is the theme song versus Buddy Cole. Yes, I am still doing the things to do walk. Ooh, I'm doing it right now. This things to do. This is. Two juggernauts. It, it, it's kind of shitty that they both ended up on the same half of the bracket because uh, this could easily be a finals match. Uh, Buddy Cole's such a great character. And, yeah, you know what? Uh, it was said earlier that a lot of people our, our ages and younger 
their first exposure to the concept of uh, of a of a gay person was probably Buddy Cole, and uh, either that or no, because you know I saw Three's Company and they, you know they made jokes that Jack was gay, but they never quite dug into it. The first time I ever saw the concept being dug into was Kids in the Hall, and uh, I I remember seeing interviews and. Scott has a, a lot of opinions on Buddy Cole. He almost thinks of Buddy Cole as like another person. So he's that fleshed out of a character for Scott. And, uh, you know, uh, the characters and the moments the characters created are probably a little bit more important than the theme song, as, as great as it is. And when you do best theme song, I... I can't imagine it won't be a juggernaut on that list too so but i'm gonna go with buddy cole a uh, vote for buddy cole uh no the juggernauts on that are like cheers and greatest american hero let's 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 be true let, let, come on friends well not maybe friends but definitely greatest american hero joey uh <laughs> joey fuck you a vote for buddy cole um christy go ahead um this is really really hard So, to save myself the trouble of having to agonize over it, I'm going to do this. Um, When I close my eyes and think of, um, or have kids on the hall on, and I close my eyes, I hear the theme song. That's what I hear auditorily, okay? And when I have my eyes open and I'm thinking of Buddy Cole, or thinking of kids in the hall, I see Buddy Cole. And... I'm a much more visual person than an audio person, so I'm going to vote for Buddy Cole in that manner. A vote for BC, Buddy Cole. Mike? Um, I'm going to vote for Buddy Cole. Like I said before, I think I think it would be, well, it might be a kids in the hall type of weird outcome, but to say the best thing about a sketch comedy show is the theme song that had was not created by the extremely talented and funny people who made the show. Uh, I, I think that would just be sort of strange. And again, I don't think the theme, sh- the theme song is identifiable. The theme song is good, but the reason you care is because of the comedy, because the show was fantastic. If you put that theme song on another show, still, still the same theme song, but you don't remember it because it's not the theme song that makes the show memorable. It's the comedy. The theme song is just very unique, so you can identify it with the comedy, which is why you watch the show. A uh, vote for Buddy Cole. Yeah, it, it's it's Buddy Cole. Uh, we did Best of Canada, and uh, Kids in the Hall did not win. Then we be- did Best Sketch Comedy Show, and Kids in the Hall didn't win. Or it's the other way around. It doesn't matter. Kids in the Hall was on there both times, and it was one of those things where... We knew how great Kids in the Hall was. We think people have forgotten how great Kids in the Hall was. And Buddy Cole is one of those parts that, that is integral. Like, you know, when I say Buddy Cole, if you were in the least bit a fan of Kids in the Hall, you know exactly who I'm talking about. You may not remember any of the sketches. You may not remember anything he said. But you remember Buddy Cole. He's, boom, there, instantly in your head. So is the theme song, but the theme song isn't by those guys. It's by Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet. The name of the song is 
having an average weekend. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I do like the title and the name of the group, but I will be voting for Buddy Cole. Josh, is it a clean sweep? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Buddy Cole moving into the final round in a clean sweep. Christy, this fight is yours. It is the days I know I know versus things to do. These are the days I know I know. These are the days I know. A vote for the Dave she knows, Mr. Ortiz. Uh, th- this is is very tough. This is this is where we get to real, really, really tough choices. Um, I originally was going to go uh, things I know because, like I said uh, earlier, my favorite kids in the hall are. It's a toss up between Dave Foley and. Um, and uh, Scott Thompson and uh, Dave Foley is fantastic in things to do. Uh, certainly, so is is Kevin. But uh, or this will happen to you is just fantastic, and the way he delivers it is also great. And then I remember, well, Dave Foley may not really speak in the Dave's I know, but he is in there, and the song is arguably about him. So then I guess the X factor is Bruce versus Kevin. I like Bruce more, so I vote for These Are the Days I Know. A vote for These Are the Days I Know I Know. Um, if, it, if it wasn't for the Nerdist YouTube channel, it would be These Are the Days I Know all day long. But I did watch the Kids in the Hall. And actually, they have a lot of sketches there. And they have, a, 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 usually most of, a lot of them have a good two to three minutes after the fact telling where the sketch comes from, where you know what they were thinking when they made it. And this one, Things to Do, is Kevin makes things to-do lists, a lot of them. And he will make things to-do lists to make things to-do lists. Like, th- th- that's how much he does it. And they were like, you should, if somebody, I don't remember which one of the writers, but it wasn't one of the cast, it was one of the other writers was like, you should do a sketch about that. And then they did, and they they took it from, this small idea and blew it up into the craziest shit possible and then brought it back to the small idea with him going into the post office to get stamps. Like, I, I, I love the fact that it got, starts off with him knocking over an old lady and then he gets into the bank, the bank gets robbed, it gets bigger. Then the, then he's taken hostage and he needs to go pick up his cleaning. <laughs> like, can you stop at the dry cleaner here? Oh, okay, no worries, I'll just get out. And he just gets out of the car and rolls down the street. It, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. There's car accident. Then he knocks over the old. He gets out of the car, knocks over the old lady, gets some stamps, and and it gets back to being small and minute and just things to do list. And I, I and I love the shit out of it. I think it's a perfect example of what the kids in the hall do great. It's small to big, back to small again. All of it being funny the whole time. So I'm gonna go things to do. Uh, Joshua. Things to do. Things to do, things, things to, to do. do. Oh, things to do. It is all tied up, and it comes down to you there, Jason. Which one moves into the next round, into the final? Oh shit. Uh, these are these are actually two really good examples, and including Buddy Cole on the other half. It is pretty much the example of what the kids did best either the monologues or like Damon says, the big, the small to big to small sketch or the musical number. And they're all, they're all 
great representations in their own way. Uh, but again, like like in the last round, I got more enjoyment out of things to do than I did out of the Dave song, which you know is saying something because I I do love that song. It's somewhere on my computer right now. So uh, things, but things to do has to move on one more time. All right, we've got our final fight here. Comes to you, Mr. Ortiz. It is the great incomparable Buddy Cole versus Things to Do. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Buddy, um, it, because it's Scott and Scott is hilarious, and I actually just pulled up the Wikipedia page for Buddy Cole, and as I'm flipping through it, I'm reminded of of more stuff, like uh, the Chalet 2000 episode which was a full-length adventure starring Buddy and Friends, where you find out he is the nephew of Rip Taylor. Uh, apparently, Buddy also wrote a book called Buddy Babylon, the autobiography of Buddy Cole that he co-authored with Paul Bellini. And there was actually even going to be an animated show, because or animated show based on Buddy Cole. Um, and all of these things are because Buddy's a great character. He's really one of the breakout characters of the show. Uh, other sketch comedy shows, I mean, Saturday Night Live in particular, were able to spin characters off into other media, into bigger things. Um, and uh, the kids in the hall never quite did that uh, specifically. Brain Candy, um, you know, was a, a kids in the hall movie, but it wasn't focused on just one character from the show. But I think out of all the characters on the show, he's the one that could have pulled it off because it really was a great character. Uh, it was an influential character. I think you would not get... Uh, the the amount of and the the I guess the the quality of the gay characters that you would get uh, after that certainly the fact that it was not an American show uh, probably helped that out a lot or at least in America it was shown on on HBO not not a network um, it's breakthrough it's hilarious um, it's something that I hadn't seen on television before uh, think, things to do is a great sketch it's a funny sketch. I've seen lots of sketches and stories about, uh, you know, to-do lists. Uh, it's not something that was really groundbreaking, even though it was great. But uh, Buddy was groundbreaking, and uh, and I think he deserves the uh, the best of the kids in the hall. A vote for Buddy Cole. Ah. See, the thing about Buddy Cole here. Is quantity over over uh, not not even over quality. It's just quantity. Things to do is one sketch. Buddy Cole is a lot. It's not just one sketch. It's a whole wealth of stuff. And I'm not talking about the the stuff that he's talking about. I'm just talking about on the show. There's a ton of Buddy Cole and uh, Buddy Cole. Buddy Cole was always funny. I, I never. I, I I was always. I always felt weird while watching him because I did want to. Uh, 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 never mind. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Uh, but I did feel weird because I was like, I. This isn't good, right? He's a gay person. We're not supposed to like gay people, and uh, but this is funny, and there's nothing wrong with this. And looking around, and, and nobody else is watching Kids in the Hall, but I'm watching Kids in the Hall, and I'm going, there's nothing wrong with gay people. So, okay. But but beside that, he's funny as shit. You and 
And the, and the fact that if you watch Buddy Cole today, most of his jokes are lost on us because his cultural impact was so great that the paradigm has shifted to everything that he did and, did and does is completely acceptable today. So, um, yeah, I kind of I gotta go for uh, Buddy Cole. He's magical. Yeah. Do you like how I tied that back together there, Mike? Magic? You get it, Mike? Magic? Anyway. <laughs> A vote now for I Buddy Cole. <laughs> now you get it? Yeah, calling back Chuck there. Uh, Josh. Hands down, Buddy. Uh, uh, a butt buddy for Josh. Butt uh, buddy Jason. For Josh. It's kind of rough because we've, we've talked about all the things that the best of the kids in the hall should be. And, you know, these are two great examples, but here's the thing. If this was best of scott thompson yeah buddy cole hands down walking away it's not even probably not even an argument uh would sure uh but best of kids in the hall i mean very rarely other than as you know set up people for buddy's one-liners did the other kids play much of a role in it things to do though i i mean you know, it was light on the other three, but it was Kevin and Dave, and, you know, it, it was more of them as a representative of them as a group than I think Buddy was. And I think that's why as much as I like the character of Buddy Cole and as much entertainment as I've gotten out of all of his appearances, I think in the end I, I do have to vote for things to do because it's actually representative of them as a group. Holy shit, Mr. Jason Thompson pulls a Jaws 4, the fucking revenge, sharks the shit out of me. You're absolutely right. I am changing my vote. You are absolutely right. It is not about one man. It is about the group. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Christy. Which one takes the win? I was, before that last speech on how it is all about the team, all about the comedy troupe and not the one. Okay, I was going to go into this saying, okay, I love Scott Thompson. And I think Kevin is funny, and he has his strong moments, but I don't think that things to do is his most strong, whereas I think Buddy Cole is um, Scott Thompson's best character. But after listening... Um, to all the other arguments, I totally agree that Buddy Cole is, you know, yeah, is you know has funny monologues, yes, but that's not even I, the monologues aren't even the funniest thing to me on the show. I live for the sketches. I want everybody doing their part, and in the things to do sketch, nobody could do that. Oh, things to do, things to do, like Kevin. Like that's the perfect perfect role for Kevin and he's not the only one in it and everyone is great in it and I am going to vote for things to do and I hadn't voted for it the whole time so, yeah. things to do things to do things to do things to do takes the win for best of kids in the hall but as always we are absolutely wrong because there are a shit ton of sketches that didn't even make the list that should be on here 
Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, I, Josh, you will go last. Uh, Jason? Uh, I don't have anything to plug per se, but I, I'm going to mention three uh, things that I, I wish I could have gotten on the list or remembered. Uh, uh, Mr. Heavyfoot, I always loved those sketches. I thought they were great. Uh, he's hip. He's cool. He's 45. And uh, the It's a Fact Girl. Oh, and um, one more, The King of Empty Promises. <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, Christy? I don't have anything to plug, but I'm going to do the same thing because I have written down the three that I didn't write down on my of list that I turned in. So, Apartment Olympics. Do you guys remember that? Like, tossing no. beer bottles up against the window so it'll fall, and if it, if it lands straight up and down in the drain without breaking, you win, but they, like, drink a beer and smash a million beer bottles, and then finally one... Anyway. Um, then there's uh, Journey to the Top of the Stairs. That's Kevin and Scott, I think. They're running up the stairs, and they're singing a big Broadway tune about going to the top of the stairs, and halfway through, they meet Mark in a sexy red dress, and they fight over her for a second, and then they finally get to the top of the stairs, and they're like... We're at the end of our journey, our journey named Bernie, Bernie at the top of the stairs. I don't know. It's so great. And then the last one is Daddy Drank. Daddy's got (laughs) quiet shoes. Um, I'd never buy you a puppy. I'd never buy you a puppy. (laughs) Uh, Evil. Mr. Van Valkenburg. Um, You know, in terms of plugs, if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, YouTube. I got a lot of new videos coming up real soon. Um, some pretty in-depth behind-the-scenes stuff into my life. Um, so if you're looking for hard, gritty, gritty, um, you know, Silliness. reality, you know, if something in line with uh, Escape from Alcatraz meets Keeping Up with the Kardashians, make sure you follow me on uh, on uh, YouTube at Josh Van Valkenburg. You just search it. And that's right there. Yeah. See? See? And it's V-A-N. 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 Yeah. Yeah, your name is weird, because it sounds like it's Vulcanberg, but it's not. You know they say? They say, I'm from the future, Jim. Jim, I'm from the future. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, check out our friends, DVDGeeks.tv, Southface Communicate, and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek, Bye Bye Robot, and the Rockerfile Files. Uh, also, give a listen to the Soulless Minions of Orthodoxy, Commentary Track Stars, Mission Log, a Roddenberry podcast, and it, what, 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 I'm trying to remember. I see inappropriate conversations. That is, that's, uh, um, I, one I, I forget to add, but he mentions this every every week. Uh, special thanks goes to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing on the Geek Fights Tumblr. Check out Chris Mitchell. He cre- he created uh, a wikia, and Christy, who's on the episode, helped flesh it out. You can play, too. Uh, put whatever you like about us. Uh, and who could forget Mr. Jarrett Formby and his amazing intros? Uh, check him out at www.heystartrek.com. Uh, Mike? Uh, since we're shouting out to uh, stuff that didn't make it on the list, uh, I would also like to remind everybody about um, the the two, uh, what were the names, the, the office workers? They always go, Tamp! 
Kathy and Kathy. Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. with the C and Kathy with the K. Um, and and Simon and Hecubus. Uh, we didn't oh, talk yeah. about them. Uh, Gavin, this kid in my class. <laughs> uh, we did mention the chicken lady briefly, um, but I also wanted to mention which one was it? Oh, yeah, here it is. If we're talking about uh, a, a sketch where everybody is there, uh, the sketch when they're sitting around the campfire talking about good old Reg. <laughs> and so you sneak up behind him with, uh, with some piano wire. And, and that was just the guy sitting there. Uh, really, barely any set, just uh, just talking and uh, and being hilarious. Um, so that's all my kids in the hall stuff. But as far as uh, me, you can find me on uh, Weekend Geek. You know where to find me. You can find us at geeklights.net and a bunch of other places too. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Network, or like us on Facebook. If you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights@gmail.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Just look for Geek Fights or follow the links on our website. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks! Next week's episode is Best Twilight Zone episode. Next week's episode is Best Twilight Zone episode. Next week's episode is Best Twilight Zone episode. And after that, we'll be Best Vampire. Um, and you know...
before we get into our outtake, a quick warning. This one is pretty long, but you really do need it in its entirety. We almost made it a bonus episode, but that would have been more work, and Mike is kind of lazy. Also, it's all about poop. Twelve minutes of poop. You have been warned. See, and as soon as Mike gets on and says he's recording, I'm going to tell a terrifying shit story. Uh-oh. <laughs> that happened now Hello? 40 minutes ago. Hi, Mr. Ortiz. You ready? Can you hear me fine? Uh, yeah, you're a little muffly. Am I a little muffly? I can't really tell. Are, are you recording right now? Yes. Hey. Okay. <laughs> so here's what happened to me 40 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, it's more like an hour ago. Actually, an hour and a half. I, I leave work, and I'm like, okay, uh, I'm hungry because I haven't eaten anything all day. Uh, so I grab two hamburgers from Burger King and have some uh, high C uh, fruit punch. I drink it, and I eat it, and I'm fine. And I'm waiting for the bus, and I'm like, ooh, hmm, that went through a little fast. I might have to use the bathroom, but I'm waiting for the bus. I'm like, but the bus is usually on time, so I don't have to worry about anything. So I'm sitting there waiting for the bus, and I'm waiting for the bus, and I'm waiting for the bus. The bus is like 15, 20 minutes late. I could have gone to the bathroom, but once the time for the bus to be there hits, you really can't go anywhere. You're kind of locked in. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Then I hop on the bus. I'm like, as the bus is going, it's getting worse. I'm like, oh, shit, this, is, this might end up being a problem. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And the bus ride is like 20 minutes, and I'm riding, and every time the bus stops, it's like, dude, you're still like a mile and a you're like two and a half miles away from where I live. You have to go faster. You fucking people do not get off the bus. (laughs) Stay on the bus until I get off the bus, and we'll be fucking done. So (laughs) I'm riding the bus, riding the bus, riding the bus. I get to my stop. I get off. Uh, I stopped at the store that's right at the stop to get a a, a two-liter of pop because I like pop, and I got pop, and... I put it away, and I, that, that took two seconds. I'm walking down the one and a half blocks that I have to go home. That's it. A block and a half. And I'm going, and I, as I start to get closer to home, you know how it is when you have to go. The closer yeah. you get to home, the harder it is to hold it. Yeah. And it's harder and harder and harder. And, I, and, I, and I'm coming up to the corner, and I'm like, I can't make it. And I turn the turn. I turn the corner because it's Roanoke. I'm one block over. I turn the corner and I'm like, I might be able to make it. I might be able to make it. I see some people there. I've already unbuckled my pants. Like this is how close I am to be. Like I'm going to run in the house and I'm going to shit. Like that's all I'm going to do. <laughs> and I have my pants unbuckled and I'm walking and I'm down the. I'm down Kenwood, so it's really dark. You can't see anything. And I'm like, I'm not gonna make it. I'm I'm not gonna make it. It's not gonna I'm not gonna make it. And I look around <laughs> and um there's nobody nobody nearby, so and I'm really close to home, so I just drop them and, and go. <laughs> oh god. Right right in somebody's like side yard. <laughs> oh dude, you should have let it rip on the sidewalk. No, 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 but somebody's going to have a horrible surprise in the morning. You should have leaned against someone's, like, car door. It wasn't, well, their car was only a few feet away, so, oh, Lord. So, yeah, I came, I don't know, like, literally, had I not done it there, it would have been in my pants. So, 
before they came home and washed up. So, yep, there it is. Shit story for you. I almost shit myself today, but instead I was squatting in somebody's side yard, taking a dump, hoping a car didn't pass by. I I like to imagine this, this, this person's yard, they have a tiny dog, so they're out, like, you know, playing with the dog in the yard, and they see this huge dump, and they're like, how the hell did you do that? Oh, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't huge. And, um, I don't, I, you know, I think they might have a dog, but it wasn't in their yard. It's, you know how yeah. on on blocks where you come around the corner, that the corner house has that whole side of the house, and then their garage is usually on the back like that. It was on the other side of their garage, so it was like in between. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's how I wanted to start this geek fight. Man, but you totally squandered it. You could have totally diarrhea shit in someone's air filter or mailbox. <laughs> yeah, have you never taken a revenge shit because something happened in Athens like a, like a month ago? This girl got kicked out of two places, two clubs, like, blocks from each other, and she took shit right outside on both both properties. <laughs> and, and, you know, it was, people were around, and she's just yeah. some hot girl. And so there are lots of those miscommunications on Craigslist. Hey, girl that shit on the floor in front of, <laughs> I don't know what it was, Go Bar. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I might not be interested in dating you, but I, I'd really like to know who you are. <laughs> oh, my God. We have a lot of those here. <laughs> Wait, that happens more... Uh, never mind. Yeah. It's, a lot of no, I'm joking. just people shitting. Just shitting. I feel bad. Like, I almost... Like, I'm off tomorrow, so, like, I kind of want to go back with, like, a bucket of water and just flush it away. Hey, don't bitch, man. Don't be a sellout. Uh, well, it's not like it, it's not even a revenge shit. It's just a I had to go, and it was either my pants or your lawn, and your lawn well, lost. Think about it like you're fertilizing. It'll be like extra fertilized. Th- there we go. You can put a plant Maybe. there. You should buy him a plant and stick it there. You know, there's Sleep. plenty of animals that shit in my yard. People are animals. Yeah. Yeah, but animals don't get arrested for shitting in people's yards. Well, well, I'm just saying it's no worse. They should, because the neighbor's dog is constantly shitting on my paved driveway right in front of my fucking car. You should, you should <laughs> shit on the neighbor's dog. Shit, our, uh, shit all over our, our, our They're marking it for Marquette. Yeah. And Marquette my, my, go shit and, and, uh, and cover it back up again. Yeah, my favorite part is I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost done. You know, I'm just, I've got my ass hanging out. I'm I'm blocked from the street, kind of. Like, you wouldn't see me if you were a block and a half away, but if you stopped and just looked at me, you would have seen me. <laughs> and uh, a car just ew, drives by. I'm like, oh, shit, while my pants are still down. Yeah, and then their, Go ahead. then their neighbor from across the street on the other side uh, came home as I was pulling up my pants and, like, taking off my belt and walking away. So, like, yeah. what happens in dreams? Like, <laughs> that you can't make it so you just shit outside because you never actually would in the real world? And, well, I, I mean, just made that choice. Okay, well, you... Hey, but it is, congratulations. It is a choice. You did yeah, it. 
Well, like, what else, What other choice do I have? Well, I've shit on somebody's grave. I was two, but I did it. But... You could have three-point stanced and just shotgun, dude. <laughs> like, that's, that's the other choice, is just be a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you should have just, like, shot all over the walls. <laughs> just all over the garage nice door? People. What the fuck is yeah. this? <laughs> Look, that's what I'm imagining tomorrow when they go out to their car. Oh, dude, they're gonna it's slip in it. Just oh. It oh no! Not again. That's, that's my problem. The it's, fucking dog. <laughs> but no, it won't be the fucking dog. Yeah. I've been drinking a lot of grape soda. <laughs> oh, what is this? Is this shit? <laughs> oh. There's not going to be any mistaking what it is. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, when I was in college, we used to drink um, Hawaiian punch. Like, all of us would drink different colors, like a lot of it, so we'd be sick. And we'd take, like, we'd all get, you know, take a shit in one bathroom stall at the dorm. So there'd be, like, rainbow colored, like, tons of rainbow colored shit in one toilet and just leave it. <laughs> Have you guys ever done that? No, <laughs> no but my well, shit was green today. This is, no. like, preposterous. Okay, let's I had that. Uh, I went and saw The Dark Knight Rises again, which I, I still like. I don't care. Fuck all those people who don't like it. Um, but I had one of the uh, blue Slurpees. Yeah. And whenever I have one the next day, I shit green. So I took it down. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. I had that uh, thing yesterday. And it's yeah, funny because then like, I wipe yeah. my ass and it's green. Yeah, you know like, what? Oh, blue, wow. blue, blue food coloring screws me up too really bad. You know, I'm going to take this this whole opening yeah. and make it a mini episode that is just basically okay. the Geek Fight <laughs> shit episode. <laughs> All right. Well, if I'm sure you can material. Uh, let's see. I, I have shit on someone's grave. I don't think I said that in, in, in uh, being recorded. I've shit on somebody's grave. I have shit myself uh, sitting down looking at the uh, internet, quotation marks internet. Um... Trying to think of any other shit stories that I have. Um, this isn't a you shit have told story. at least one on the uh, on here. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I, 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 as a two year old, I shit on somebody's grave because my aunts didn't realize that you shouldn't give me uh, milk when I was a baby. So it wasn't so. deliberate. That's just where you happened to be. Yeah, I, I just happened to be on. I think. What? Well, it was it, it was a stranger's grave. So. Hey, there you go. Welcome. Yeah. Fuck Wasn't there one where you were sitting, where you were outside, took your diaper off, and you were playing with your poop? Oh, that's the one my mom tells. I should actually call my mom <laughs> and have her tell that story. Like shit testimonials. Y- y- well, I wasn't playing with it. I was, it, it, I was three, so it was only a year o- more older. And the way my mom tells it, she you know had me on the front lawn, and she was you know washing dishes, so she could see me clearly. And uh, cars kept slowing by in front of the house. And uh, let me rephrase it. There's a, a small hill on the, uh, on the front of our house, the, the old house that we used to live in. So she could see me, and cars would roll, run by, uh, roll by and point at me. And she thought it was because, oh, he's such a cute baby. She couldn't see my lower half. She could just see my head. So she's like, oh, these cars keep po- coming by and pointing at my child. It's probably because I'm, my, my kid's so cute. It's so good looking. And uh, it turns out I was just taking a dump on the front lawn in front of people. <laughs> That's awesome. The third time I can remember, well, the third time I've shit in, in the outdoors what? where it wasn't a camping situation. When I was uh, 
like, I want to say, like, six. Um, I was playing over at a neighbor's house, and they had to go in for lunch. And I was like, man, i got to take a, a deuce, but I don't want to walk home. And they had, like, this, like, kind of tall, like, bush. Like, you know those bushes we have in, in Michigan that are, like, like those crappy evergreen bushes or whatever? Yeah. Like, where they're just, like, stiff all year round or whatever? They had, like, one of those, but it was, like, real tall, and you could kind of, like, walk into it a little bit. And I just... I was like, I shouldn't be doing this, and I just took a shit right in their bush. And then I walked home, and it was like a two-minute walk. So that's like something that I never understood why I did, but I did it. <laughs> like straight up, I was just like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but shit in their bush. The walk of shit shame. Like, you shit outdoors, you had no way of wiping your ass, you just walk of shame for that, however long it is, until you can go and wipe your ass and clean up. Uh, but let's start an episode of Geek Fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. Was, uh, yeah. You ready, Mike? I'm ready. Oh, I don't have a script. I will fucking wing it, because that's how we roll here at Geek Fights. Magic is for fags. <laughs>